The Crash and Mars Podcast. Now? Now. Oh, yeah. This is the good beat. Yeah. This is the good beat. That's a sign of a good day. Let's all just relax. If you're laying in bed right now, get a little cozier. Oh, good luck Travis. relaxing with this on. I know, right? This will get you out of bed. Sure <laughs> will. This ain't a going to bed beat. That's true. This is a get up and get yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Well, yes, middle of the week already, too, Hank. Holy moly. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Feels nice. good. Feels fantastic. A little yeah. dry in here, right? It's dry in here. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I feel like totally off today. Oh, in what way? I don't know. I forgot, like, first of all, I forgot wearing my Apple Watch, which she I was, was a little devastated. upset about. Oh, no. How can you track your steps and your progress today? I don't know. Today? I've got a workout today. If I'm not, if it if it's not tracked, it means I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Do you want me to keep, it's 6.02 right now. Do you want me to keep you, uh, I'll keep you up to date with the time, so don't worry about the, Thanks. the time part oh, of your watch. I, I don't, I don't use my watch. Do you watch. want my watch? No. No, your watch oh. just sucks. I, uh... <laughs> I'll make note of, like, how many steps you take around the studio. Thanks, that's just it. Like, I, it's like step counter, so I feel, I feel off about that, and well, I can't just Can't you turn a step counter on your phone? Yeah, but I don't walk around with my phone. You gotta. Put it yeah. in your, uh, stuff, stuff it in your bra. 603 Mars. I know, so I forgot that, so I feel, like, a little off there. Are you worried about your heart rate? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm usually worried about... I also, I also forgot oh. my medication. No, oh. you didn't! I did, sitting on my... So I forgot like everything this morning. Does your phone remind you to remember your medication? No. I mean your, your watch? Uh yeah, my the watch. Irony. Does, yeah. Oh yeah. sure, yeah. So that's sitting at home. Did you take your first blast? Uh yeah, yeah. I took, oh, okay, I took so my, you got yeah. that under So okay. I got that, but I just uh the emergency yeah, stuff. The is break not, glass in case of emergency. Yeah, that's not here. So. Although in the boss's office, I think there's some stuff oh, perfect. that you could probably take. No, he has it on in his car. Oh, I'm sure every I, f- I feel like a lot of people with uh, asthma just have the puffers all over the place. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's I, an abundance of puffers. I don't I don't know. Glove if he box does. opens, puffers fly out. You should stash some puffers here. I don't have enough. That's the problem. I'm I'm uh, just get some more. I, I am, but I've got to wait to see a doctor. So we'll I'm put not them in the going ceiling tiles next week, and we'll hide them. I don't know. So anyway, I thank you. I just feel a little. Uh, I just feel a little out of sorts. I forgot everything this morning. Mm-hmm. I feel really like tired. Are you guys tired? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. That's typical. Oh. Forever and always. Yeah. Usually, I feel good in the morning, but not Do today. You? Yesterday, Do I did. You? I did yesterday. Today, I just feel like crap. I don't recall Mars ever uh, skipping into good. work. <laughs> like, also, happy? I did the. I did I a COVID know. test yesterday. And. Uh, negative. <laughs> so I, positive, so po- yeah. <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> Glad I'm in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I did a COVID test yesterday, and I have no sense of smell or taste. Uh, but I'm full negative. Huh. I went through a whole box on her. I'm like, yeah. there's got to be something in here. Yeah. I can't taste or smell anything. Yeah. That's a sign that you probably shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. I'm not sick, though. Well, 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 your sense of taste and smell would. Let me pull up the workplace that's, that's, policy. I did, I did pull up the workplace policy. It's not there. I'm not, I'm not ill. I'm testing negative. Mm, but it's a, it's I don't a, know. It's a symptom. It's gone. It's a symptom. She gone. She gone for good. Yeah. Mm. Hopefully it comes back because I had mine disappear for a while and it sucked. Did mm. you? But did you have COVID when yours disappeared? Or? Yeah. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had no sa- sense of taste or smell for about a week. Mm-hmm. It works though for uh, butt trumpets. Hmm? It well, does. No smell on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just <breathing> free. <laughs> so I don't know, and I just feel re- really out of sorts today. I forgot everything. I'm. How long has it been gone for? Uh, about twenty-four hours. <laughs> mm, seems oh, a little COVID. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. All right. 
Uh, well, well, we might get a week off. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, we, we're not here next week. <laughs> I, but I, Over I, the I, remainder of the week. I'm negative. Are people uh, still losing... I don't know. Taste with COVID? I, I don't have know. no idea. Because yeah. Yeah. you haven't heard too much about that, eh? Yeah, I think that's I think that's old COVID. Oh, yeah. Oh, is I it? I think the fresh COVID's not affecting your taste. Yeah, right. Mars, is, Mars likes to be the OG, right? Yeah. So what do I have? <laughs> Got the last batch of that original COVID. She's like, yeah! <laughs> Where were you hanging out that you found that? Mars touched an old phone book. Oh, yeah. my God. That'll get you sick. <laughs> yeah, that's pre-pre-pre-pre-COVID. <laughs> Who knows what's on that thing? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. And then I just feel way out of sorts today. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not good. No. Then now family's worried too. They're like, it, usually it doesn't show up immediately on the test too. Yeah. It took uh, a while for mine to show up. Like when I first did my test when yeah. Aiden was positive, mm-hmm. it was a really faint line. Yeah. But it was there. Yeah. Really faint. Yeah. And then the next day it was dark. And then it was a vibrant one. Oh yeah. And it's like, yeah, you can't go in. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, we'll stab another uh, stick in your nose today. Yeah. Every hour, we'll just hold Every hour, back yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll take another one today, nose. but like, mm. I, I don't know. Every spot where I can put it, I'll, ch- I'll check. I also, though, like, I take, like, I, the other thing is, though, is I take, like, a ton of inhalers. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that directs my mouth. And then every morning when I'm here, I take a ton of nasal inhalers before the show. So is that affecting my taste and smell? I don't think it so. Might be. I don't know. Right? Like uh, that's it very well could be. I don't know. I've never so been on a puffer. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. puffers I'm, changed my taste for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's all gone. And then like I, I do this in the morning. She's doing a dance, by the way. Yeah. No, I'm just moving over. <laughs> but then like this oh, one. High legs. <laughs> the high kicks. Oh no, I must have put on my other can, legs. Can, can you do the, the can, can, can 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 you do? Yeah. <laughs> so I have like mouth and nasal inhalers that I take. Like oh. I do like six of them in the morning before work. So. Uh-huh. And let's go back to like five minutes ago. You said you roll in every day super happy. I do. <laughs> Yesterday I was in a really good mood. Today I just feel I don't know. I just feel off. Mm. It's mm. probably the COVID fog. <laughs> It's infecting your body. You got COVID brain. Oh, God. Uh, like, I don't feel sick. Like, yeah. I don't have a fever. One, I I've had anything. asthma for 20 years. I've never lost my God sense of taste. <laughs> oh, jeez. Let's put up some partitions again. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. When did you take the test? Uh, yesterday evening. All right. Like, last thing? Yeah. And then this morning or no? No, I didn't do one this morning. <laughs> I didn't have time. I had to get to work. I got you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Got to do that hair, Ginge. Yeah, yeah. It looks yeah. good. What's more <laughs> important? Time was spent. Get her done. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe, uh, maybe you got that. Uh, we were talking that seasonal effective. Oh, yeah. It's getting dark soon. Do you want my light? Crash has a sad light. Take the light. He's hogging the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, like, uh, like a gentleman. Yeah, like a gentleman. Sweet light. Oh, give it to me. Yeah, maybe. That might be it. No, I don't think that's it. I don't think I need that. Uh. I don't know. I think it's I'm definitely just COVID then. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to all stick with COVID. Great. All right. <laughs> that ain't good. No, that's not good. No, it's not. Not no, at all. Not no. at all. No. No, I look through the work policy. It's not. Uh... <laughs> if you can't taste, you can still come to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But and that it. smell. And I'm negative, so. Mm hmm. Well, uh. well, I wish you all luck. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling real good in this safe little Yeah, booth. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our air pulls into that room, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> this text here says, with COVID still around, do people still take cold FX? Remember cold effects? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah people, was, yeah. people lived by that. Is that Don Cherry's? The, yeah. He was, yeah, he was the face of, of that, right? Yeah. yeah. My they dad, promptly got rid of him. Oh, my dad swore by cold effects. Yeah, but you have to have so much of it, don't you? Like daily. Yeah. 
And then you're like, well, beat a cold. And then people on cold effects get a cold. And they're like, yeah. oh, it's fine. The fine print says you might get a little one. Because it was just <laughs> vitamins, right? That said that if you took them that you wouldn't get a cold. So it was all a bunch of BS. Right. Yeah. It wasn't like it was just a hustle, right? I think no, like, so. You're not avoiding the cold. No. I no. guess with like some uh, healthy choices and a proper night's sleep, mm. maybe you have a better chance of not catching the cold. Yeah. But you're not. We haven't beat the cold. No. No, I don't think so. No, yeah. God, no. That's like, um... Because the cold is a virus, so you're not going to beat it. What was that other one? People were pounding back in this building. There were, like, flats of it everywhere. Oh, that was the emergency. Emergency oh, or yeah. energy? Yeah, energy it was the emergency. Emergency? It was emergency. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, I take, uh, I take one every day, never get sick. All of a sudden, like, management's got a week off. They're like, oh, I came down with a bad cold. <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That Probably a hangover. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Emergency was supposed to be good for that, too. Yeah, it was supposed to be. I think that's how we got started. Yeah, I think so, Uh, yeah. Have you tried one, though? Uh, yeah. No, they are I've, nice. I've never had one. Is it I like, like tang? It. I picture tang. Yeah, very tangy. No, oh, okay. It's like watered down tang. Yeah. Oh. It's gross. Oh, I like them. I don't. Does it have the like a Metamucil flavor? Basically, because Metamucil look. is like a bad tang. It's got that sort of milky yeah. water oh, look. Oh, it's milky? Well, yeah. just like it's a cloud. It's cloudy. It clouds up your yeah. water. Oh, I don't know why. I thought it would have been like bright orange, like yeah, McDonald's orange mm-mm. drink. No. Mm. No. Oh, it's not hate. It's like if you had a cup of McDonald's orange drink and yeah. you dumped half of it out and then just poured the rest with water. Oh, That's what ugh. it tastes like. Oh, jeez. Is what? it fizzy? Uh, a little bit. Like a touch of fizz, yeah. It's yeah. got oh, some fizz. Okay. It's, uh, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Our, uh, or, our old boss, when we went to Vegas, yeah. he like handed me packets of them and I tried <laughs> some. Here's your Vegas uh, survival kit. Yeah, and it was just a mitt full of vitamin C. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was Some drugs and emergency. Yeah, okay. It was bad. So we went down to the the pharmacy and got Pedialyte instead. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think like cold effects, it's just vitamins. I think so, too. I don't think it's doing anything. Like vitamin B and echinacea, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. uh, It was sold as like, you'll never get a cold if you take this. But realistically, it was just a racket for Mm -hmm. selling vitamins. I haven't seen any cold effects in a very long time. It's there. Like on the shelves? It's still there? Yeah, it's there. It's kind of buried now? Yeah. We used to have like the big packs of it at Costco. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you could buy three bottles. Yeah. Yeah, that was always in our house. (laughs) I just don't think they advertise like they used to. No. No. Because even pre cherry, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Someone actually did a study on it. They're like, wait a sec. Yeah. This is inaccurate. Even before cherry got the can, I think they had stopped. Oh, they like really toned it down. I think it's been years since they, like, when was their last? God, I don't even know. Mm hmm. I have absolutely no idea. Mm-mm. The last oh, wow. time, like maybe when Don Cherry was. The now family is suggesting maybe you should take it. This will help you out. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm good. Like I, like I said, I feel fine. I just. Oh, they had to go to court and stuff? Oh, for, oh. why? So oh, for claims. false claims. Yeah. Oh, mm. So for being BS. Yeah, because apparently it's no better than a placebo. Yeah. Mm. I mean, is anybody shocked? Well, I just couldn't believe how much you had to take. How much you'd have to take? Like it was. I think you you had to do it daily, and I think there was like a loading phase. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah. Oh, it's like gearing up to cold and flu season. Yeah. You'd yeah. Be, it's uh, like you need to take like six packs a day. Yeah. Or yeah, you yeah you oh, had to so load. So we need all of your money. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then by like after two weeks, you're already done like the pack, and you got to buy more. Like what a scam. Huh. And it doesn't do anything. Uh, Darren on the north side, he says, "Good morning, guys. You can still get cold FX at Costco. They've got it in the mm-hmm. pharmacy section." Oh yeah, probably old bottles. Oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> uh, you know what? Speaking of my health, I didn't tell you guys. You know what I discovered? Oh, what now? Um, <laughs> I have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I got COVID. What rare disease have you contracted? <laughs> 
uh, no, I've uh, I figured this out because I'm going to see my doctor next next week twice. Nice. I'm going for some tests, and we've got to review some stuff. Uh huh. Um, I, I can no longer take ibuprofen. Oh no. Oh. Yeah. I, I had I took ibuprofen. Yeah. Um. The uh. What, what night was that? That last week, like a Friday night. I don't think I told you guys. Yeah. No, I came into work the next morning. I, I remember we almost went to the hospital. Oh, yeah. It was like Thursday night. Sure. I took ibuprofen, and about forty minutes later, I had one of the worst asthma attacks I've had. Oh. And like, thankfully, I had all my medication with me, but um, so I was able to avoid going to the emergency room. But in about forty minutes, I could not. My lungs were like not working. Oh, so do you think that crashes? crushing up ibuprofen and going yeah. I don't know throughout I, the whole house I throw it in the HVAC system I don't know but That's, do you want to know what sucks having cramps oh. and not being able to take ibuprofen because oh, no. acetaminophen it's fine it does nothing but it doesn't it's no ibuprofen no oh. I, I I came running downstairs and I'm like hey I found a bottle of Tylenol and she smacked it out of my hand I'm like oh jeez <laughs> it's not the same it's insane that doesn't work it's absolutely insane like how much like I used to pop ibuprofen like it was like candy yeah mm. and now uh, no way should I stop doing that like popping it like it's candy because well, I use no, ibuprofen I, all the time I don't think you well if you don't have asthma I, I don't know if it's like a an asthmatic thing. I did mm. some reading on it. Yeah. Apparently, people with asthma say ibuprofen triggers it. Oh. But for me, it was like a full-on emergency. Oh, no. Is it your uh, uh, decades of abuse of I ibuprofen know. that have caused your, you body's like, your body stopped. to reject it? It's possible. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it is. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Is there a third option? No. It's yeah, just, that's crazy it's that, just that we only have two, right? Ibuprofen? Mm-hmm. What is, that's um, it. What is the mood-altering one? Midol. No, uh, Midol is acetaminophen, I believe. Oh, okay, that's still but one you know of those. What though, Midol yeah. does nothing. Yeah. Do you take Midol, Haley? <gasps> no, it does absolutely nothing. It's a cash grab. It definitely doesn't change the mood. They're like it's specifically okay. for periods, <laughs> and it does nothing. Right? It does nothing. Yeah, I feel like when we were teens, Midol was the go-to. Mm-hmm. No, it has never been. I've never purchased Midol. Oh. Is there like a Maxidol? Is that another one? No. Um, Maxidol. I don't know. It just seems like it should be a pill. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've done a Maxidol, but... Oh, aspirin. Aspirin. I've... Oh, my gosh. I've never taken an aspirin, I don't think. Well, now's the time. Yeah. Because aspirin, aspirin you're supposed to chew up if you're having a heart attack, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I, uh, I had chest pains uh, many years ago, and I actually just left a bottle in my truck for if I had chest pains, I just chew one up. Case of and then I'm like, yeah, I don't need to go to the hospital. I'm oh, good. <laughs> that, that's to get you to the hospital. It is, but I'm yeah. like, ah, ain't nobody got time for that. It happens again. Take a second one, and then we'll think about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, someone God. said I should try a leave. I'm like, I'm at, at this point. I'm absolutely terrified. I took Tylenol, and it was fine. Mm-hmm. But it didn't do anything. But it did. Yeah, it, it was fine. I took it here at work, actually. So mm. it's out. Yeah, maybe these. Maybe this will leave. Yeah. Yeah, ibuprofen's out. I can't do it. Well, we should buy all the other alternatives and see which one uh, gives you a reaction. Yeah. Or gives you the best uh, the best uh, reaction. Uh, Yvonne says Midol is Tylenol with caffeine in it. Oh. Really? That's, That's why it? it does nothing. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and someone said Crash Maxidol is a thing. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I didn't just make it up. <clears throat> no. Oh. Uh, a leave might be right up your alley. Is uh, it ibuprofen? It's naproxen. Oh, you gotta get that. Naproxen. Sold under the brand name Aleve, among others, is a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug used to treat pain, menstrual cramps, yes. inflammatory diseases such yes. as rheumatoid arthritis, gout, and fever. Hey. Oh, hey, oh. there you go. 
Okay, maybe then I should try that. Can it bring back no. smell and taste? Naproxen. Because naproxen is, or um, ibuprofen is out. Out. Like I That's am not, not an option. It's mm-hmm. not even an option. I'm not. I'm not doing it yeah. ever again. That was terrifying. I couldn't breathe. Oh, Aleve is more likely than ibuprofen to cause uh, gastrointestinal. Uh, oh yeah, and I've got bad effects. time too. Oh, yeah. Why am I even it alive? Is, it's longer <laughs> acting. Oh. oh, so ibuprofen short term, Aleve long term. Oh. Mm. Oh, that's not good. So says this article. I don't yeah, know. Just, yeah, 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 no. We'll just scratch and leave <laughs> off. Let me talk to my doctor. I'm, I'm at the Miz for two days next week, so. No, I, we'll, I, uh, no, I think yeah. the Nell family is fully diagnosing you here. I think you base everything on what came in on text. No, guys, we're good. I know. Like I said, no more ibuprofen. I can take the Tylenol. It just doesn't do anything. Uh, people are now giving you uh, pill uh, concoctions. Oh, oh yes. Can't give it help. to you guys. Give it to me. Give it to me. Um, this one says, Mars, you got to do Robaxacet with Tylenol. Robaxacet? <laughs> oh, my God. Have you, guys, have you guys ever taken a Robaxacet? Yeah. In our house, we call it a rum and a Robbie. Oh. So you have... <laughs> Oh, no. You have a Robaxacet and a, and a drink, and yeah. then you don't feel anything. Oh, my God. Yeah, Robaxacet makes me, uh, like, I'm all just, like, drugged up and loopy. Loopy. Oh, yeah. loopy. Like, you don't I, feel anything. Oh, yeah. I'll be laying in bed, and then, like, an hour later, I'm like, oh, I gotta pee. I roll out of bed and fall on the floor. I'm like, oh, my my limbs don't work. <laughs> yeah, that would work for you, Mark. Yeah, that's what you need. <laughs> I mean, I still have to come and, like, make a living. I have just to come to work, pop guys. a Robaxacet and Tylenol yeah. before the show and see what happens. <laughs> I we wouldn't be here. Well, you guys would be doing the show. I'd be on the floor. Mars in the corner drooling. We're like, well, she's got a pulse. <laughs> Things affect me really hard. Well, you guys know that with like weed, like a little medication, like a little bit of medication with the exception of Tylenol mm-hmm. really affects me. Yeah, I feel like Robaxacet doesn't know where it's going. I'm no. with you, it's supposed to right? be like, I get sort of back, take Robaxacet. Yeah. But it does, it does everything. Yeah, it's yeah, everything. Yeah, I'm it's like, everywhere. I don't have head pain, but now I'm a newbie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lost God. along the way. Ugh. I haven't taken a Robaxacet in probably 10 years. Really? Yeah. I think I had one earlier this year. I had some back pain when my rib popped out. Oh. oh, did you? Yeah. You got a loopy? Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing bugged me. Yeah. Oh, I think man. Yvonne wants to be her cramp buddy. Oh, oh no. That's a link to like a water bottle. Oh. Oh, she doesn't want to actually no. like, hold you. I, I, I appreciate it. Thank you, Yvonne. <laughs> it's a hot water bottle inside a stuffed animal. Oh, cute. Oh, that's what you need. Well, that's what we had. And then he died. That was Triggs. Oh, Oh, I, yeah. Every time Mars had a water bottle in it? Well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's weird that he died. <laughs> no, every time Mars had uh, some issues, Triggs, boom, right there, laying on her. Oh, he knew. Yeah, he knew. Mm. Cat. And that cat was hot. Yeah, that's he was hot. He was nice. Mm-hmm. It was it was a good thing. Nonetheless, anyways, that's a little update on like me falling apart mm-hmm. oh, and us rough. being all infected now. Yay. No, we're fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you were just in here, Haley. Dang it! I was standing far away from you guys. Yeah, right. Want to show kisses? Oh God! Oh, yeah, we should have got rid of that a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do some news here. Uh, guys, the weather is looking fan-freaking-tastic. Uh, nine today, mix of sun and cloud. Fifteen tomorrow, thirteen Friday, twelve on Saturday, fifteen Sunday. Can you believe that? It's going to be gorgeous. Right till the end of October. That is great. Yeah, it's going right, to be really nice. Right now, sitting at minus two. Traffic looks good too, guys, but remember, we do have the haunted house coming up. Oh my God, we're one day away. 
Thursday and Friday from 6 until 10 p.m. It's free for you guys to come and check out. Uh, a couple things to expect, though. You will be standing outside in the lineup, and we are collecting donations for the food bank as well. They are in desperate need. So if you're going to attend and if you can donate to the food bank, that would be much appreciated. Did you go through it yesterday, Haley? Uh, no, no, I went through it on Monday. On Monday, yeah. And it looks so good. So I would imagine them by today. It looks even better. Oh, my God. they've probably, been working on it. Well, they added more stuff outside. I wasn't here for the outside stuff. There's a lot of stuff back here. It is so cool. Yeah. I, um, so cool. There's like a skeleton fella. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right there. And the other morning when I came in, I put my bag and stuff down over there. <laughs> And uh, he got me. Yeah. Yeah, he got me. Mm. I did a little jump. Yeah, he got me when the sun came up because I can't see anything out here right now. Yeah. And then I was talking, talking, talking to you guys. And I caught in the corner of my, because he's like just right in the corner of the window from where I'm sitting. And I thought it was a guy peering through the window. Oh. <laughs> remember, that, remember that Halloween prop? The Peep and Tom? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the Peep and Tom. Oh, the creepiest didn't, decoration didn't ever. They, didn't oh, they, they pull, got, they pulled it. They pulled that, right? Because it was considered inappropriate. Yeah. It was creepy. <laughs> the Peep and Tom. It was well done. Because <laughs> it was like you suction cupped it to a window, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so, it yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like it's stuck in. against the window, yeah. I mean, that's real scary. Oh, there, just, just yeah. put a picture up. Like a real Peep and Tom? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's legit. <laughs> oh my god if that was boy. on my window i probably would poop my pants <laughs> right you wake up and you see that stuck to your window Jeez. <laughs> yeah all righty let's get to some news here for you guys on this wednesday october the 26th so the orders are on the ice tonight and a lot of people are wondering is connor gonna be suiting up for the game and yes connor mcdavid is good to go mcdavid who briefly left on monday's 6-3 drubbing of the Penguins after crashing into the opposition's goalpost is not expected to miss any time for the Edmonton Oilers moving forward. In other words, he's going to be on the ice when the Oilers face the St. Louis Blues today. So that's good news. Now, McDavid did leave the game at 3 minutes and 31 seconds of the second when he hit the goalpost. He did return, though, later on in the period. Yeah, he came back pretty quick. They check him out. Get back on the ice, buddy. He looks sorry. Winded. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He looked to be in a lot of pain down on the ice. Yeah. I'm I know. I, was at first nothing. with the way the uh, the shards of ice were under his face, I'm like, yeah. oh God, is he bleeding? Because I had like a little shadow there. Oh no. Well, because I think the, there was light on the ice. Yeah. And it just hit the the ice. Well, and then at one point I'm like, is he puking all over the ice? But it was just the way the light was hitting it. So apparently uh, he was in a skate for practice and uh, he's going to be on the ice tonight. Terrific. Great. So that's going to be really good news. In St. Louis. We opened up with like a six-game homestand. Now we're on the road. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You excited? Yeah. Good. Uh, game time tonight is at six o'clock, so it's an earlier game. If you do want to check that out, this is a crazy story. Off to Guelph, Ontario, we go, where a husband and a wife both had their vehicles stolen, but in different locations in the city. Oh, like same day? Yeah. Oh, what a drag. Yeah. Uh, Guelph police first received a report around 1.20 in the morning that a man's black 2012 Mercedes was stolen from his workplace parking lot. And then 20 minutes later, the man reported to police that when his wife went to go pick him up at work Mm -hmm. in her 2014 Infinity, or it was missing from their home. Oh, so he called his wife saying, I can't leave work. My car's gone. 
can you come pick me up? And she's like, I'm on my way. She goes outside of her house. Oh. Their infinity, gone. Do you think uh, the person that broke into the Mercedes, they're like, sweet ride. They pop the glove box open, grab the insurance info, here's the address, and they're like, there's bound to be another luxury car. Probably another key line around. At the address, goes to the address with the Mercedes, they're like, jackpot. Crash? You are correct. Oh, police say <laughs> police say a key for the infinity yeah. was inside the Mercedes mm. and they most likely got the address off of the documentation that you need to carry in your car. Interesting place to keep your spare key. In the other car? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh yeah, mine's just uh I think it's above the fridge. I think that's where it is. <laughs> yeah, we have like a little like sort of like box of yeah, spare keys. Yeah, like a little keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I would never leave it. In yeah. another car. <laughs> so they stole his car. Yeah. Found the key, found the address, went to the address, found the infinity, fired her up. And you know they were like, this is too easy. I've <laughs> That's never, insane. I've never been involved with some grand theft auto. Yeah. But is that job one, like, uh, once you've secured the car mm-hmm. and you moved it away from the spot you stole it from, yeah. do you search the car looking for possible more valuables or clues to more valuables? Probably. I guess if you got it away, you got a little bit of time. Yeah. Right. It's pretty crazy. Check so that car out. police have not found either vehicle right now. And uh, they are reminding everybody, and I don't know who does this, to carry your insurance and your registration on your person. Never no. going to happen. No one does It's that. not going to happen, right? No, no one does that. Because it's too risky because then well, yeah, you get pulled I'll over and you don't it. have it on you. Yeah. Now you have yeah. no proof of ownership or insurance. Right? Half the time I don't even have my license. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps. That's not good either. I have a picture of it. Would that work? If they could just, why do we need to have it on us? I don't know why they can't just run the plate and know that we were paying for it. Yeah, you and, know and who I am. See, I agree. Yes, and then yeah, the, the yeah you know it's all can, connected. Insurance can link up with registration because we can't get registration without insurance. Yeah. I wonder if it's Haley. You take it out of your car. I have it in my purse you all nerd. the time. Is that because Dirty Mike and the boys had their way in your car a couple yeah, years and ago? I'm terrified. <laughs> I forgot about Dirty Mike and the boys. They yeah. did have their way with your car. Yeah, so yeah, I have both my registration and my insurance on my person. Wow. Is that legit when you started doing it? No. Oh, you've oh. always done it? No, it was a couple months after because then Hayden scolded me. <laughs> He's like, I don't want Dirty Mike and the boys coming to our house. Exactly. <laughs> They're going to know your name, Hayden. <laughs> um, you guys apparently were the... We're the losers in this side. Yeah, but as a dude, where am I putting it? Like, uh, ladies, you could put it in a there's purse. There's a lot of dudes that are saying they just put it in their wallet, and they yeah. always have their wallet with them. No, no. Like, this text here says, all of it's in my wallet, LOL. Another one here says, I'm a dude. I carry mine in my wallet. It's always in my back pocket. Really? So you take it out of that little, like, uh... The little plastic sleeve? Yeah. And then fold the it up. folder they give you? You can just have it on your phone, right? I don't know. I don't know. Like, can you take a picture of it and put it in a folder on your phone and then well, just like if you get pulled over, open that up? Well, I, I uh, have insurance through cooperators and they have an yeah, app. They've and, got an app. Yeah. And I could just do the, I can select liability slip and it's right there. And it's yeah. right there. What about, um, I would imagine with registration, it's probably the same, no? No, there's no app. The registration, no. you still need the paper. I, th- oh, I don't know if you need the paper still because I think they can just run your plate with your registration because there's no more stickers, right? Well, they still give us the thing then. They, you still need proof of registration because I got a ticket for that because I lost all my papers. Oh, I forgot about day. that. You're right. You did. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah he yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I couldn't prove it. Which I don't understand because they can run the plate and see if your registration's lapsed or not. Yeah. Yeah. So why do I need to have now the proof of it inside the vehicle? I don't know. Because it's just like, it's. I feel like it's just a thing. And if I have a picture of it, I'm still presenting them with it. Yeah. Right? So that should work. 
This text here says, I had a co-worker who had his car broken into. They took his registration and his garage door opener. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. That's another thing you're supposed to carry on with you, too. Mm -hmm. Which is dumb. Because you can figure out the rest. (laughs) I don't want to carry my garage door opener with me. Yeah, we got to unload our car every time we leave. I'll take my chances. Yeah, I'd like to see you open that garage door without the dogs hearing you. (laughs) Haley, when you switch purses, because I know you have more than one purse, Mm -hmm. do you always remember to put it in there? Nope. Yeah, right? Nope. I've got this big honking guy. This comes with me everywhere. Yeah. Unless we're going somewhere fancy, then I want a littler purse. But normally if we're going somewhere fancy and I bring my littler purse, I'm not driving. Yeah. Hayden is. No, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm still driving my car, but mm-hmm. we've got no insurance, no registration on it. And like, once you start driving, you're like, ah, oh, damn, it's at home. You're no. not turning around. No. no. You're like, I'll take my chance. You keep that to and yourself. <laughs> you're like, oh, son of a... <laughs> so now's the time to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this text here says, I leave my wallet in the car when I go out. Is that a problem? Guys, you know what I did the other day? Oh, this is awesome. Uh, this is awesome. Went to the gym mm-hmm. and I pull up in my truck and it's... It's been a bit since I uh, drove my truck. I'm used to Mars's uh, car with saving on gas. Yeah, you just use the phone. Mm-hmm. And so I, uh, I get to the gym, park my truck, grab my gym bag. I go upstairs. Uh, I'm running on the treadmill, and I'm like, hmm. I'm like, I don't really remember locking my truck. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn. I'm like, well, it's parked right in front of the gym. It should be fine. Sure. And then so I finished running and I'm like, nah, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to go to the locker, grab my keys and go lock it. Yeah. And so I go to the locker and I'm feeling all my uh, my pockets. I'm like, where the hell are my keys? I'm feeling, feeling, rip my gym bag apart. I'm like, oh, my God. So I run downstairs. I left my keys right on the dash. (laughs) The key fob. Like The truck's unlocked, and the fob is sitting on the dash. I'm like, oh, my God. How did your vehicle not get stolen? Free truck. Literally, he put a sign on his truck that said, free truck. Just come take me. Come take it. Oh, my God. Nobody wanted it. Yeah, yeah, no one wanted it. That's a bad sign. You're actually really lucky nobody saw that. I bet. Because this was downtown. Oh, you have lost that truck in five minutes. I'm surprised it didn't go. Yeah. yeah. I'm very surprised. Yeah. How long were you uh, gymming it for? Uh, I was probably already in there like 20 minutes. Yeah, that's enough time. Yeah. Is that a thing? I remember we heard once if you like, if you're at fault for your car being stolen, like you left it running or the keys inside it, mm. that the. Oh, that insurance would be like, that's yeah. your fault. Haley, what happened with you? Yours was running. Yeah, mine was running. It was outside. I turned the car on, went inside for two minutes. Yeah. There was a window facing my car. Turned my back to grab my smoothie, turned around, gone. Did insurance uh, hit you a little differently because it was basically your fault? I don't think so. Well, you no. got it back though, right? Oh, yeah. Did you make a claim? I did, yeah. Oh, for what? They uh, ended up doing some... Well, they, <laughs> some trash well, they, they took a black light to a ginge and yeah. they're like, oh, God. They your were car was technically pregnant. I've <laughs> 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 got a bunch of little Kias. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they were doing donuts in it in a in a parking lot, and I got it uh, once over just to make sure everything was okay. Yeah, sure, yeah. I wasn't gonna hop in a vehicle that had some issues. Well, with you it. don't know exactly what they did to it. No, and yeah. I don't know if they'd been doing like like hard drugs in there. I was sure. kind of nervous. Yeah. They might have did some jumps. With it. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. ah, what can you do? Yeah. Hmm. I wonder though if you leave it running or if you leave your keys in it. Oh, Ryan says people, uh, if they were shady, probably thought it was a bait vehicle it's because it's obvious. so blatant. <laughs> Come get me! <laughs> Why were your keys on the dash? I think I was just, uh, I, I think I threw them on the dash and leaned over and grabbed my gym bag. Just in the... Just like in a... Yeah, just getting ready. Bustle. Yeah, just grabbing all my stuff. Mixing some powders in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
the keys were in the way, so I just tossed them on the dash. Wow. Oh, I'm glad she's there. Yeah. It, it, was, it wasn't at night. It was in the afternoon. Oh, so yeah, yeah, middle that, of the day. Maybe that's what your saving grace maybe. was. Yeah. But also, you're not really breaking in. Like, anybody just could have casually walked up to your truck, got oh, yeah. in it, yeah, taken the keys. Yeah, they're just entering my vehicle. Yeah. yeah. It they, was unlocked. They would have looked like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can't do that. Well, listen, there's a lot of stories coming in, so let's do this. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Um, Is there anyone listening who just did what Crash did? Did you leave your keys on the roof of your car and walk away? Free Mm -hmm. car? Mm -hmm. Did you leave your keys sitting on the dashboard of your truck or of your vehicle and walk away? Mm -hmm. Like way back in the day, I feel like this was a very country thing to do. You leave your uh, wallet on the dash, leave the keys in the car, right? You didn't care. The keys up in the sun visor there. Yeah, yeah. They're there. Keys in the sun visor. Yeah, because yeah. you didn't want to bring him in the house. That'd I've, be a waste of time. Right. I've never lived that life. Oh, yeah. yeah you'd have just the one key for, you wouldn't have it like on a keychain. Just the right. key for the vehicle lived inside yeah. the sun visor. Mm-hmm. So huh. the doors were never locked. No. And the key was always available. And the key was always yeah. available. And some change for you to go buy a coffee. Right. <laughs> and a pop cost a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys leave your keys on the dash, on the seat, on the roof? Uh, did your Did your vehicle get stolen? Mm-hmm. Did insurance uh, do anything? Ginger posed a good question because it was kind of like your fault if it was running with the keys in it. We can't do that anymore. Uh, no. You can't leave your vehicle running no, with the keys God, in no. it. No, that car will be gone in an instant. Kaylee, did your vehicle not have like where you could leave it running but lock it and well, you she, have your fob on you? She didn't have that. She got that after. Remember now family member gave oh, her a whole, right. a whole setup. Sorry, I hit so she's got a car there. starter and a lock. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I guess you just don't think about it. If this happened to you, if like Crash, you basically put a sign on your vehicle that said free car, give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We were just talking about a story in the news about a husband and a wife who had in Guelph, Ontario. He had his vehicle stolen from work. He called his wife to say, you got to come pick me up. She went to go uh, leave the house to get in her, to her Infinity. It was gone as well. It turns out the spare key for the Infinity was in his Mercedes, uh, as along with their, of course, their um, insurance and, and their address and the mm-hmm. registration and all that. So it was just a roadmap for the thieves. And then Crash told the story about how he went to the gym and left uh, <sighs> his keys on the dashboard of the truck. Yeah, and threw them right on the dash. Yeah. 20 minutes later, I'm running on a treadmill. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Once the I've blood started pumping back into your brain. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh, no, this ain't good. <laughs> Sometimes you just have like a, like you just, I don't like a brain I, fart. I like honestly you just, you, didn't even think of it. And, yeah, you don't think of it. And I was like, <laughs> did I even lock my truck? Because I don't remember uh, pushing the button on the door or using the fob. I'm like, huh. Yeah, as the more you think about it, the worse and worse it gets. Oh, God, it's yeah. It's like, oh, my keys are not in my pocket. Yeah. Like, oh, I must have left them in the locker. I'm like, oh, I don't remember putting my keys in my locker. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't remember taking the keys out of my truck. Yeah. Like, I don't remember locking my truck. I don't remember driving my truck. <laughs> How did I, I get, get here? here. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. Why am I in Calgary right now? <laughs> uh, Dave, how you doing, man? Hey, not too bad yourself. Good, good. Uh, did someone end up getting into your ride because uh, you left it unlocked or left uh, keys in the ignition or on the roof? Yeah, so I, you always get that feeling that you've repeated something so many times that you just you think you did it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, I always like triple click my lock button, make sure that my truck's locked every time. Yeah. So I woke up in the morning, thought for sure I locked my truck, and uh, there was a bike on our front lawn, and I'm thinking, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. 
So I hit the unlock button on my truck, and out just pops this guy out of my passenger seat. What? My truck. I'm like, uh, hi. <laughs> what, was, what was he doing in there? He just, I guess it was a little chilly, and he needed a place to sleep. But, yeah, he, he hopped in my truck and, I guess, took a snooze. Damn. The one night that you didn't check your truck to make sure it's locked. Yeah, and it, like the, the truck was ripped apart. Like he he'd been looking for stuff, I guess. And well, yeah. I looked everywhere, and didn't really see anything stolen until I got to the Tim's drive-through in the morning. He stole my Tim's card that had the free coffee on. Oh no, <laughs> no, the worst. I hope you yeah. went full insurance on this. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, full coverage. Full insurance. Did you uh, did you just ask him to leave, or did he did he run away on his own, or? No, I asked him to leave. I asked if he was okay, if he needed anything. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, no, he was all good. He was just cold, so yeah. I, no harm, no foul. Well, that's yeah. good. Yeah, Except at least he didn't car. peace out with your vehicle. He just yeah. needed a place to sleep. Place to sleep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All what right. are the chances, I, though? I bet you go full lockdown now, though. Oh, every time. Yeah, <laughs> I like, I just mash the lock button. <laughs> <laughs> all right, kid, thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> yeah, no problem, guys. Okay. Have a good rest you of your day. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. I did that after I locked my uh, after I went and got my keys out of my truck. I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, beep, 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 beep. I'm like, all right, it's locked. Walk around with your thumb on the button for the rest of your life. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Isabel, good morning. How you doing? Hey, how are you? Good, good. What did you do with your keys in your car? Okay, so one time I went to Walmart at night with my mom and my sister, and I was driving, and we parked, and it was dark, and I parked, like, in the front, and I went inside, and we're doing shopping, and then I realized I didn't have my keys, so I started freaking out, and I couldn't find them. We we retraced our steps, couldn't find them, so I ran back to my car, and I left my car on. Like, everything was running, what? and it was just parked. I don't know why I did not turn the car off. <laughs> you heard about the sweet rollbacks. <laughs> yeah. And this was in the city. I don't know how somebody didn't take it. It was just unlocked with it on. Holy and I've never crap. done it since. It was literally a beacon to be stolen. Sometimes you're just it an was. autopilot, though, right? Like, you're going to Walmart. You get out of the car. You go into Walmart. Yeah. You just... Yeah. Wow. Left it running, keep it nice and heated or cooled. Thank God like, you <laughs> ran back to have a look. Yeah, it was probably like, like 15 or 20 minutes before I realized. <laughs> I am shocked it didn't get laid. Me too. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Holy crap. That's awesome. Wow, yeah, you are lucky. Okay, thanks, yeah. Isabel. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, like sometimes you're just an autopilot and... Yeah. I guess in like... Just go to Walmart. I wonder if that's a safer spot because everyone else in the Walmart parking lot, the majority of them, have cars. There's not yeah. a lot of like foot traffic just walking through the parking lot. Everyone there's already got a car. True. Although, uh, I had a friend's vehicle that was jacked from Walmart. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's that theory. Yeah, the truck was gone within five minutes. Oh. Yeah. Didn't your brother have all of his Christmas presents stolen out of a Walmart parking uh, lot? Yeah, his wife did. Yeah, his oh. wife did. Yeah, yeah, the trunk was pried open. Oh. Winnipeg. Which is weird because you can't see in the trunk. Did they just pry the one trunk open? Yeah. Was there like a row of cars with trunks? Yeah, just one trunk. Well, they've been scouting her. I wonder, yeah, maybe someone watched her load the vehicle full and just followed her to the next door. Yeah. And then popped her open. Mm -hmm. Oh, that sucks. Uh, Jacqueline, how you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Uh, What happened with your friend and their keys? So uh, we all camp together and we all have separate campsites. Um, So our friend's parents decided to come over to our campsite, but they drove over because their husband's handicapped. So they drove, they parked, we're drinking, having a good time. Obviously, yep. they weren't drinking. Yep. And yeah, 
they go to leave about midnight, 1230, and no one can find their keys, and it's pitch black out. Oh, oh no. God, that's the worst. So, you know, everyone's walking around with their phones and flashlights, thinking yep. that they dropped them, searching the car. We spent 45 minutes to find out that she left them on the roof of her car. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at least, like, we were like, ah, worst case scenario, we can, you know, walk you back to your campsite and find them in the morning. Exactly, but, yeah. Um, oh, and someone just stands up with their flashlight, and you see the, the oh. shine of the keys on the roof. They're like, uh-uh. Yeah, uh, found them. <laughs> yeah, she she was pretty embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like what a pain because it's pitch black, so everybody's like you're and drunk and, and yeah, and you're having a good time. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, at least she you found them. the seventy two year old lady that's trying to find her keys, and everyone's trying to help her out. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Thanks, Jacqueline. Thanks, Jacqueline. <laughs> yeah, have a good day, guys. You too. Bye bye. Thanks, thanks. You guys ever leave something on the roof of the car? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like coffee purse. Yeah, so you never think to look. You never think to you look. You don't put stuff up there. No. Yeah. No, never. Mars left uh, floor mats on her roof of her car. They went flying on uh, oh, Stony Plain Road. I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. Well, also, that was the Kia Soul. I can't see the roof of the Soul. I'm oh, yeah, that's the Kia's fault. Oh, I'm too 100%. short. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if it were my car now, I clearly would have seen, you know, car mats on there. Yeah. But because it was a Kia Soul, I'm, I, like, I'm it's too real short. jacked up Kia. Oh, yeah. A real jacked yeah. up Kia Soul. Yeah. Real big boy. Real, yeah. <laughs> How are you to be held responsible for putting the floor mats on the car? Why? And then exiting it on the highway with them up there. Why did I have floor mats on my roof? Oh, yeah. Washing them? Yeah, probably oh, wash them maybe. or like vacuum the floor or something. I just remember I was driving down, um, oh, it, was, it wasn't the Yellowhead, it was 16A, I think. And uh, I was coming into the city and this guy in this truck was like, Oh, he was like waving at me, and yeah. I was. I looked over and I smiled and I waved back. Yeah. He's like, "It's a fan." No, I, <laughs> I yes, it's me. <laughs> no, beep, beep. no, no, no. Tell your kids. But he was waving at me, like, like pointing at my car, yeah. and, like giving me like double guns. Yeah. So I was waving. And I was giving him double guns yeah. back. I Big thought he a soul fan. Yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> Uh, no, it was no, my... No, floor mats are <laughs> on your yeah. roof flapping. It was, it was my floor mats. So he continued to drive and yeah. be like, well, I warned you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to uh, express that to someone from another car that there's floor mats on the roof. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you gesture floor mats on your roof? If he had Mars's mime skills... Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he was clearly untrained. Well, he was giving me the gun. Oh, that's not. Floor and I was like, oh, that, that was not floor mats. Hey, fellow Edmontonian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stu, how you doing? Good. How about you? Good. Hey, we're good. good. Um, how was your truck? Did you leave the keys laying around or what? <laughs> so this funny story. So I used to have an old, old, old truck, and it had manual lock windows or manual lock doors. So yeah. me and my buddy used to carpool. We'd go to the airport and we'd work up north. So I parked the truck and I said, hey, make sure you lock the door. And he's like, hey, I'll lock the door. And he had the keys. Yeah. So he put the keys on the tonneau cover, didn't lock the door, and we proceeded to take off up north for 14 days. <gasps> oh, meanwhile, no. oh, Oh, you know where this is going. So <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, I guess some people have found my truck and unlocked it and decided to make it their home for 14 days. Oh, so no, I come, no. I come back. And here's the kicker. So we're driving on the bus, and we had gotten a bunch of snow. So we're driving through the parking lot. You know, the shuttle bus is taking you to your truck. Yeah. Yep. People are getting out. And all of a sudden, you see my truck, and there's just no snow on it and crap all around it. And I'm <laughs> instantly just like, oh, no. <laughs> this ain't good. Inside, and there is cigarettes, wrappers, rubbers, lady garment. No! Like a dumpster. 
quarters. Oh, and I had to drive home in this thing because it's minus 20, and I just got back from shift rotation, oh. and my truck's been and lived in. You're just terrified <laughs> of the heat kicking in. You're like, what's it going to smell oh, like? God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it was crap. bad. And then sure as crap, I see on the passenger side where my friend put the keys, and I'm just like, ugh. Oh, <laughs> that is the worst. Yeah, cleaned. that one literally Dirty Mike and the boys took full advantage. Dirty Mike and the boys were in there. <laughs> Dirty Mike and the, yeah. yeah, they did. They, they had their time in there. Uh, <laughs> they did. Did you uh, bring it for uh, like insurance to get it detailed or you you did the detail they, of shame? I kind of tried to and they said, well, because it was parked for 14 days in a parking lot and it said oh. that's your own risk. They're like, you go get like, your own bucket. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, yeah, Bubbles is open. Yeah, Bubbles. <laughs> Gross. Oh, no. Okay, th- thanks, oh, Stu. Thanks, Stu. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So I know that we talk a lot of lotto on this show, but we do have to give these guys a big congratulations. Three Edmonton men who are co-workers won a $1 million prize in a lotto max draw earlier this hey, month. Hey, that's nice. Yep. Yeah. One milli. Kevin, Kevin, and Don. Oh, nice. Two Kevs and a Don. They will be splitting the $1 million prize. It was won back on October the 11th. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's well, that's cool. good. Good news for them. Good news for them. That's a good chunk of change. Yeah. That 333? Yeah, yeah. 333. Here's what they say, though. They say that 333 isn't enough money for them to retire on, mm-hmm. uh, but it is a great boost to their savings. They all say that uh, they weren't going to take a vacation this year, but now they definitely are. Oh, yeah. Uh, some of them said they're going to put it towards their mortgage. The rest is going to go into savings and to uh, investments. Uh, who's this guy? Uh, I like his quote. Don Pham. Don Pham said though this, quote, I'm probably going to put it towards my mortgage. The rest is going to go into savings and investings. I'm a very responsible adult. Hey, there you go. That's that's, that's, that sounds good. Tom. That's his quote. Yeah. Let that money make you money. Yeah, that's his quote. These uh, these three guys work together? Yes, they do. I dealt with the only three people at that company, mm-hmm. which makes it incredibly awkward now. Yes. Oh, God. Because we had a lot of winner here. Yeah, yeah we did. She had the decency to quit. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, she is out. She so knew what like, was best for her. Yeah. 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 Safest for her. Safest for yeah, her. I'm getting to, that money. Yeah. Uh, Lisa got out of here. Because it'd be so awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she won an incredible amount of money. Yeah, she but, won a lot. But even $300,000. Yeah. That's, that's money that'll piss people off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's hate your coworker money. What uh, what amount <laughs> is hate your coworker amount? Like for a win? For a win. For yeah. a lot of win? A couple hundred thousand? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like 500,000. Well, Ginge is 333. Ginge's number is 333. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And an amount that'll change your life. I don't yeah, know it varies hate, for other people. Hate's, but a, hate's a strong word. You would have liked Lisa? Uh, no, I hate Lisa. Yeah. But, like, um, but that was no 333. But that was a 333. No, like, times 100. Yeah, like Lisa's living good. Her whole like family for the rest, like six yeah. generations is going to be okay. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would hate. I think I'd be incredibly jealous. Well, and you know the damage done though now to your own lotto odds because mm-hmm. lotto luck yeah. is fickle. Yeah. And once someone wins that much money in one building, there's mm-hmm. not going to be another winner. Right. So Lisa, it taints ru- the building. Oh yeah. Lisa here ruined it for all of us. So why am I spending all this money I on the lotto? I don't know. That's a great no question. Oh. You're out of your mind. should have been asking that before, I Lisa. Really you spent way too much money. <laughs> yeah. On the lottery. But I'm sending positive vibes to Lisa. <laughs> Not like you guys. We're just joking about Lisa, by the way. Yeah, we love She's her. She's a right. tremendous woman. Yeah. She is a tremendous Couldn't woman. Couldn't happen to someone better. Well, it could happen to me. But outside of me, <laughs> I'm glad it was Lisa. Well, what about me? No, I'm sticking with that. <laughs> oh, damn. What about me? No, I'm definitely sticking with that. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. But I do agree with Ginge, though. The lotto building in this lo- the lotto luck in this building. Mm-hmm. Gone. Oh, yeah. Used <gasps> up. That's why I got to quit my job. Go, uh, go work somewhere go else. Go work somewhere else. Got to sign up at a new radio station. Yeah, I guess. Right. won a lot. You got to ask around oh, first. Oh, I do. There's been any winners yeah. in the building. I'd be like, listen, I know you want me, but <laughs> does the lotto luck, does Jesus. it follow the company or does it stay within the building proper? Like, let's say we move to some new studios. Yep. Does our lotto luck reset? Oh, like we're still same company, same but company. different building. Different building. Mm, no, I think it's uh, it's all the people. It's hard. It's hard tied to the company. Yeah, because everyone's still talking about it. So the building, it, the it building's no tainted. Yeah, it's the people in the building. They're all tainted. So you could be a homeowner, yeah. win the lottery, oh. sell your house. Someone else could move into that home oh, and an, win again. That's another question we should ask our realtor. Yes, as many mm-hmm. lottery winners. Yeah, lottery home. winners. And uh, did anyone mm-hmm. die in here? You guys, the now family is texting in, not agreeing with our one lotto win per building lotto luck. Oh. oh, this text here says a coworker of my mom won the lotto twice. Both prizes were over a million dollars. Oh, but the same person won it. That's yeah. a coworker. That's, but that's the same oh, person. Like Lisa, okay. if Lisa stuck around, of course she, she would have won again. Yeah, she yeah. Could probably is still playing the lotto. I would. She could stay in that heater. Uh, yeah, and I bet you she would have won again. I see. And then you're really hated. <laughs> we did have, and he loves when we talk about this. Our very own Adam McHale won a mm-hmm. fifty-fifty. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We hated him for a long time after that. There was some anger in this yeah. building. Yeah, and then Lisa oh. won. But is yeah, it but a Adam's, different lotto? Yeah, and Adam's amount was minuscule compared to Lisa. Yeah, but as far as 50-50s go, it was a big one. That was a big 50-50 at the a, time. What about this text from Megan? says, I work with a girl who won the Oilers 50-50 during the playoffs. $5 million. <gasps> oh, my God. She still works here, and I hate her. <laughs> but I love her. Yeah. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, you hate, you have to hate love. still working there? Why are you still working? What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> no. I could not. No. If I won fun $5 million, I'd be gone so fast. Yeah. I think if I won, if I won two milli, there's no possible way I could stick around and be like, "Good morning, everyone, guys." Oh, I I I was really scrounging for some sweet deals. You'd be like, "F you." (laughs) Imagine like you're at the coffee machine complaining about work, and five million a Molly comes by, like, and starts complaining too about anything. I'd punch her in the friggin' nose. (laughs) I'd break her jaw. Five million dollars? Yeah, you can, yeah you can't no. you can't be within the same workplace. And like you're complaining about your commute and your alarm clock. No, yeah. how no. busy you are yeah. that day. Never, yeah. guys. It sucks. Insurance rates are going up, yeah. right? Yeah. Am I right? Am I right? Did anybody look at their electricity bill? Yeah. Am I right? Oh uh, yeah. yeah, you can't do that at the water cooler. Oh yeah. yeah, that's why you got to peace out. Yeah. So these guys, by the way, this we're talking about these three dudes oh, who right. won the million. They are still going to work, just so you know. Yeah. But they're splitting one million dollars to three thirty-three between the three of them. Well, at least there's three of them at work that like each other. The rest may not like them. <laughs> <laughs> I think three thirty-three isn't hate money. You don't uh, hate. That's you're, you're happy for these guys. It's I just think. an awkward like. Imagine like you know because it's not quite a lot of pools only three people yeah. like, you'd be like well, why didn't they ask me to, mm-hmm. how to pitch them on tickets that week mm-hmm. you know what I mean I think also too we have to put a little bit of weight on who wins it like so for example let's say Haley wins 333,000 uh. I'm genuinely happy for Haley are you Jamie Wall wins 333,000 oh. punch him in the nose yeah it matters <laughs> yeah. Honcho here <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah he gets a broken jaw <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> spend that money in a good wheelchair <laughs> 
<laughs> You're never walking again, Jimmy. <laughs> I'll hit him with my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right. laughs> Run the man over. Oh, he's not here. Yeah, he is not awake. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah. So, but do you know what we I mean? We love you, Jamie. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? It like, matters. It does matter. Like, yeah. if a big head honcho wins it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, if Haley won 333, I'd be happy. What if uh, Alexis came in and she's like, yeah, I won two million? Well, Alexis can suck my. <laughs> Yeah, she's the last one in. <laughs> she doesn't get to win the lottery. <laughs> the last one. Uh, it's funny how we immediately like, create a tier system. <laughs> we all got one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got some drama. Oh, what? Oh, what? 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 This text here says Good morning. I am Megan's coworker, Ooh. and she is a liar. Oh, oh. <laughs> get her. She says, I split the five million. I only won 900,000 and I have three kids in sports. I still need to work. Tell Megan I was going to buy her coffee today, but now I am not. Oh, damn. I'll oh, take that coffee. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> Dang, Megan. So she split the five million. So you still got two and a half million, though. Oh, well, she got 900,000. Nine, nine, nine oh, okay. oh, sorry. Okay. $900,000. Is yeah. that hate oh. money? Well, I mean, it's not five million. That does change things a little bit. 900,000. Still an awkward amount of money. If I won 900,000, can I complain at the water cooler? Just with the no, rest of you? No, no, no. No, no. Really? no, you cannot complain at the water. Well, I could blow through that. No. A lot of people could blow through 900. People want to know, would we be, would Ginge be mad if Rami won the lotto? <laughs> I think the man might have. Ginge <laughs> <laughs> is very upset that he drives an Audi. <laughs> European vacations, yeah. several. He's one of the producers of the Crash Mars show, if you don't know who we're talking about. I, I'll, I'll never forget that morning if uh, if you guys uh, missed one of the shows. Hey, you can go back and listen on the podcast if you can find it. I don't know what day it was. But uh, Haley was uh, getting married, so mm -hmm. she was off doing m marriage stuff. Yeah. And uh, Rami, who is another producer of the show, he he pop, jumped in for the morning shift. Stepped up. And uh, we were talking. I had some story in the news about like some beautiful ski resort in like the Swiss <laughs> Alps. Uh, yeah. It was like, you know, one of those like, you know, like a, a, a lifestyle story that we yeah. like to kind of riff on for a little bit. And Rami out of nowhere pipes up and he's like, it truly is beautiful. I've been there. And we were all like, what? <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. The like a stunning luxury property. <laughs> <laughs> the Matterhorn's wonderful this time. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Excuse me, Rami? <laughs> and then we found out that uh, Rami drives an Audi and uh, yeah. Ginger's in uh, Elantra. Yeah. yeah. A sweet Elantra. It's a yeah. nice It's Elantra. got a nice paint job. Yeah. 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 It's, a, it's, a, it's no Audi. It's a tasteful Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> yeah, it it's is. It's a modest four-door sedan. Yeah, it is. Were you really cheesed, though, when Rami walked by you, threw, him, uh, threw you his keys and said, get a detail? Seemed uncalled <laughs> You got some time, yeah. <laughs> You got nothing but time, eh, buddy? Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, we, we were all a little surprised. Yeah. He did. Good on him. Good on, good I, for him. Yeah, I did uh, obviously he made right, uh, the right life choices yes, at that age. Yeah, yeah, good for him. I did not. Yeah, he's, cause he's oh, a young man. I made yeah. terrible choices. So, so did Haley. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Rami and I are the exact same age. Oh. Hurts. <laughs> it hurts so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And like, the thing is, is I can't go by Rami's office and be like, hey, how did you make all your money? No. <laughs> well, no, you can't. I want to know so bad, but you can't. I can't because he'll ask me to shine his freaking shoes. Make eye contact with him. He's like, well, I'll tell you, you give me a little shoe shine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sir. <laughs> you can see half my pay stub. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've found out he'd been all over the world that yeah. morning. Yeah. Kudos to him. Yeah, good for him. I wish. For I, him. I, 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 I should have done that. Good for him. Yeah. <sighs>
Well, one day. One day, James. Oh, by the way, these guys purchased the winning tickets. Some people are asking where. The 7-Eleven on 141 Ave and 127th Street. Also, the time they put that they purchased the ticket. Oh, when did they pick it? These uh, fellow Edmontonians who won a million dollars. Was it a quick pick? It was a few hours before the draw. Oh. So they didn't buy like day before. They didn't buy like. It was a last minute thing. It was a last minute thing. I've tried everything. (laughs) (laughs) I've tried even like 10 minutes before the draw. Oh, you've gone that late? Yes. Oh, yeah. And then just like hung out at the counter. Yeah, I'm like, all right, all right. (laughs) You need to leave, sir. (laughs) All right, Ginge, this is a story for you, my friend, because I know that you love chicken nugs and I know that you love Popeyes. Mm -hmm. Could you put back a 300 piece chicken nugget meal from Popeyes? Oh, my God. I mean, I don't think so. That's an incredible amount of chicken. That's an incredible amount. Uh, It's been like years, maybe. Actually, I don't recall ever eating a chicken nugget. Um, What's the size of them? They're like this. Like this. Yeah. Like Like, a tuny size? Bigger than a tuny? No, just a little bit bigger. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a lot. But on uh, Popeye's nugget, one, I didn't even know they did nuggets. They Mm. do. Two, uh, they do incredible chicken. Have you Mm. had Popeye's yet? No. Get down there. You you had the sandwich. When? Yeah, that a Popeye sandwich. Yeah, with the, I've never stepped foot in a Popeye. Yeah, because you came on the air and you you talked about how it's got the pickle on it. Well, the, all the chicken joints put pickles on their stuff. That's yeah, the move now. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, I, don't know. I think that was a Mary Brown's. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, okay. which was fantastic. Papa's does a great chicken. Mm-hmm. But well, I don't know, 300. To celebrate the 300th Popeye's location in Canada, opening on October 25th, the fast food chain is introducing a menu item befitting for the milestone, which is a 300-piece nugget meal. So if you get this meal, you get one nugget for each Popeye's location in the country. What will it cost you? Around two hundred dollars. You can get it at locations in BC, Alberta, and Ontario. Um, but in Manitoba, it's a little bit more expensive. It's two hundred and five dollars and ninety nine cents. Of course. Yeah. Well, they've got all those taxes. Um, I guess if you're having a party, yep. throw that down. That's handy. Just yeah. a big bowl of nugs. Uh, by the way, we're in. We are the only location in Alberta that you can get it. Uh, uh, 109th Street and 101st <laughs> Avenue is the location. This is Chicken Town, right? Yeah. We have a lot of options for chicken. We sure do. We've got fried chicken fever. We, we do, do. Have fried chicken like fever. It, do does Calgary have the same amount of chicken? No, it's a tasteless city. <laughs> <laughs> we also have like was like Popeyes here earlier too. Oh, when, like when they first came maybe. to Canada? They dipped their toes into Alberta and Canada? Maybe. Because I think the first one they opened was, was it on uh, 17th there? I don't remember. I feel like Edmonton's a bit of, let's see what sticks when it comes to chain restaurants. I agree. Don't we? It's a good testing ground. We're yeah. often, I feel yeah. like, uh, one of the first ones in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The meal needs to be ordered 24 hours in advance to give the kitchen enough time to prep and make it. So if you do want your 300 uh, nugget meal, mm-hmm. you need to call... Um, and, or go to one of the restaurants 24 hours in advance and tell them what you want to get. Mm-hmm. So if you're willing to pay the price, you have to wait a day to get your hands on that amount of nugs. Uh, I'm just looking at the starting today until October 28th. Mm-hmm. So if you want it for tomorrow, you've got to go in today. You Pre-order it today. Pre-order it today. Because it takes that long to make that many nugs. Yes. Are they handing out dozens of sauces with it or like one big tub? You know what? They don't mention the sauce. Oh, Yeah. Um, the photo shows the little sauces, but... Yeah. Are they going to charge you for all those sauces? They don't say. Mm. I'm, you're only paying for the chicken. Yeah. Chicken's so. 200, sauce 400. Could be. Yeah, mm. could very well be. So mm. if you want that many nugs, maybe you're having like a... You want to like treat your staff or something. Yeah, it's a great idea. Right? It is. It's a pretty cool idea.
Uh, this is a, a pretty funny story. Katy Perry. She was in the middle of a recent performance in Las Vegas when she had trouble keeping her right eye open. Oh. And it kept drooping, and oh. she looked like a robot glitching. Oh, no. Why didn't people pull her off the stage? Well, Isn't guessing, that a sign of a stroke? Well, no, I'm thinking she got something in her eye. Oh. She's only 38 years old. Well, you people, could have a stroke at any age. People had a lot to say about it online. One person said, quote, her clone is glitching. That's scary. Another person said, quote, it wasn't the eye thing that was weird. It was the fact that she acted like it didn't happen and went on with the show. It's No, it's not that bad. Oh, is yeah, it? it is. Oh, yeah. bad. It's bad. It looks like she's blinking. Yeah. Well, I think she's like she's holding it closed, and I'm guessing because there's something in it. Well, it's it's like she's trying to press it open, like she's touching like the side of her head. Could it be her fake eyelashes stuck in her eye? I don't because like this I've move, I've seen you you doing that. Oh yeah, that, that <laughs> usually it's because I'm about to cry, so I'm like, oh god. Uh, but um, yeah, others found it pretty funny. One person said, "Quote the baby doll you had as a kid with that eye that just kept closing," and another one compared her to Disneyland animatronics after ten years. <laughs> it's I can't put a picture up. I'll put a link to the video. Yeah, because the the eye like it's fully closed, and like how you're saying it's that baby, that baby that's like mama, yeah, mama. When you tip it over, that's what her eye looks like. But after a while, if, when you had that doll, one eye just stayed closed. <laughs> that's true, and that's exactly what she looks like. It's mm. this weird thing, though, where the eye is, like, stuck closed, and she doesn't touch the eye. She touches the side of her head. Mm-hmm. It's like she's activating a button to open eye. Yeah, she's like, like, touch yeah. her temple. And then the eye pops open. I'm guessing she did not want to ruin the makeup. You know what? She, she didn't want to ruin her makeup, and what she's doing is she's pulling the skin there oh. to kind of, like, I'm guessing to, like, force whatever is out of the eye, maybe to the side. It's not a touch. It's a pull. It's a pull. Then it, it, it's probably the eyelash, then, if she's pulling, right? To like make it like pop back or something, but it keeps falling down on its own. Yeah. Have you guys ever had something in your eye where your eye just will not open? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you open it, it just falls back down on its own. Yeah. And yeah. my body's like, no, we can't open our eye because when we open it, it gets scratched. Yeah. And mm-hmm. your body's just like, no, we're keeping it closed till you find a mirror. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty. Uh, there she is on the. Yeah, the video's up in the uh, app as well if you guys want to have a look at it. But that's what you got to do. Show must go on. Yeah. If I get something in my eye, can't see the news. I couldn't close mine this morning. What, like, what I woke up in the about? middle of the night, and I think I fell asleep, like, on my face, and my eye obviously was, like, propped wide open, wedged against the pillow, and then I woke up, and I'm like, oh, I gotta go pee. And I'm like, oh, my God, my eye is on fire. And it just felt like I was filled with sand, and I went to close it, and it was like... Oh my god. And I had to like push it down with my hand with my fingers and I'm like, "Oh my god, moisture." Oh, she it, was too dry to close. It was so dry. <laughs> you do sleep with your eyes open though in a really weird way. Yeah. Like I don't want to miss uh, anything. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is very strange. Well, you grew up in the woods, <laughs> right? All one eye predators, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess cuz yeah, your eyes would get dry if you're sleeping with them open like yeah. that. Yeah. All right, did you hit snooze on your alarm this morning? Yep. Well, if you did, you're not alone. A recent poll found that we're most likely to hit snooze on a Wednesday. And a new study says it's probably not as bad for you as some people think. The general thought is is that you're better off setting your alarm for nine minutes later and not hitting snooze at all. That way, your sleep doesn't get interrupted. But researchers at Notre Dame found it might not make a difference either way. So if that's how you like to wake up, don't worry about it too much. And you're not alone. 57% of people in the study said that they snooze every single day. Mm-hmm. That's mm. me. Yeah, snooze is great. Yeah, I yeah. love snooze too. Yeah, I got one snooze and the second one I'm up. Yeah. Yep. 
And now for the bad news. They basically found that using an alarm at all is horrible for you. Well, it must be nice <laughs> if you don't have to use an alarm. Yeah. yeah. If I didn't use one, I wouldn't be here till like 8 30, 9 o'clock. Yeah. Remember we talked about that the other day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely sleep in. You, if, find, you hit that old man age where you just get up naturally? Yeah. They mm. say that ideally, regardless of your age, you should be going to bed earlier or, or at an appropriate time so that your body just wakes up naturally after the amount of sleep that it needs. Mm hmm. Yeah. But how do you know how much you need that night? Right? Some I days agree. some days maybe you only need five. Yeah. Some days it feels like you need ten. Yeah. yeah. No, because we talked about if we did like if we all agreed that the morning show would not set an alarm, who would be here last? Mm-hmm. Probably and I, Ging. And I think oh, we all said yeah, Ging we for sure. Ging yeah. I don't even think you'd see him. Like he wouldn't yeah, you come show. Work. Yeah, I'd love to my would, own devices. Yeah, you'd be buried in the blankets. Rach wouldn't even notice that you yeah. haven't left. I haven't woken myself up in so long because of the you know alarms and like kids. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. Left my own devices. How long I could go? So no kids, no yeah. alarm. You don't know how long you'd sleep. I might never get up. If you get a chance to be away from the family and sleep in a hotel, do you? Hotel sleeps different. Oh. I don't count it because there's always like if there's a hotel hotel, that would mean there's usually shenanigans the night before. Oh, uh, and you want the continental breakfast before it's done. Yeah, I'm in a hustle. <laughs> uh, but you know, I don't. I don't count that as like a normal sleeping. Situation, uh-huh. okay. based on the previous night's activities, mm. uh, I don't count that. But even then, hotels I'm always up earlier than I want to be. Don't you feel like that? Yeah, because you're sleeping in a weird spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little, yeah, a little different than you were. You wake up and you, you your day is going already. You're like, ah, oh, damn, I but gotta like, do this. My do own that. bed, my own room. I could go, buddy. Mm. We have this. Um, we have a room at the cabin. It's uh, it's downstairs. We call it the black box. Oh. Because if you pull the blinds down, they're, they're blackout blinds. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, this room is soundproof. Oh, oh yeah. The, I, the insulation in there, the walls are the, thick. The walls are thick. Yeah, the walls are probably 12 inch, probably 15 inches thick. Holy mm-hmm. crap. With like insulation and foam and stuff. And insulation and, then and foam, yeah. The ceiling above it, um, it's insulated to the, um, the second floor there. So you can't hear anything in there. Yeah. For so, some reason, say the people who renovated and built this room. <laughs> in a cabin in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. 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 So we actually didn't know that it was going to be that quiet. I, yeah. but I had no idea that it was like a soundproof room. I so, just didn't feel like pulling out the insulation. I'm like, that insulation is staying. <laughs> so my, my brother and his and his kids came to visit without his without his wife. So it was just him and his girls. Well, trouble in paradise. And uh, oh no no, <laughs> I think, no she had to work or whatever. He just came down for a weekend. And so um, the girls got you know their their bunk beds or their room or whatever. And my brother slept in the black box. Yeah. And I said to him, I'm like, just so you know, like, if you don't set an alarm, you'll sleep all day. And he's like, no, there's no way. He's like, the kids, they'll get me, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, all right. So we, you know, had, well, it was an all right night. I think we all went to bed at around midnight. Then at about seven o'clock in the morning, I hear, Auntie Mars, Auntie Mars. And I like sit up in bed. I'm like, yeah, yep. yeah, what's up? And they're like, we're hungry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. So up I get it. I'm like, where's your dad? I'm like, you know where he is? He's in the black freaking box. Uh-oh. Guess Dead what time asleep. dad got up at? 11? 11.30. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The nerve. That's a sleeping. I feel like, though, he's like, you're taking care of stuff. No. And he's just surfing away on his phone. I, I, I don't think he heard us because we were upstairs. Because let's be honest. If I was in that situation, I ain't leaving that room either. Oh, yeah. 
30. If I hear you getting up and you're taking care of the kids, uh-huh, yeah. oh, 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 I am yeah. curling deeper into bed. And you ain't knocking on my door, I'm staying in that room. Yeah. But he said that when he woke up, he was confused because it was so black. It's like a black box. Like, sure. He didn't know what time it was. He didn't know what day it was. Yeah. yeah. Didn't hear anything for like hours. Deprivation chamber. Yeah. yeah. Ginge, so you got to take a spin in that room. So yeah, you do, Ginge. I wonder, like we won't even be there. Like just, just go in the black box. Just all push right. back all the poly that I have hanging all over. Yeah, a little suspicious. <laughs> and we definitely won't be there. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about that camera in the corner. Yeah, either. don't worry about it because we definitely won't be there. We can't see a thing. I wonder though how long you'd sleep. I'll bet you you'd pull an 11 hour shift. Mm. Yeah, I wonder how long any of us would sleep like when you remove, when you remove everything. Yeah. Yeah, if your body can naturally just be like, Okay, you have nothing to worry about. Whew. If there's no lights, because a lot of us wake up to that light. Yeah. Any sort of noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is is eight hours? Is that what we're supposed to be doing? Is that still yeah, the thing? I think eight hours. Yeah, is standard eight. Seven to but eight hours. On like a. I've, I've read nine. Oh. I read nine too. Imagine getting yeah. nine every night, but like mm. on a Friday night. Let's say you guys, let's say you're in bed by like 10 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Perfectly uh, reasonable for a Friday night. Yeah, sure. Making, making smart choices. Yeah. You'll then wake up. At six? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are on a pretty eight standard schedule? Yeah. If I'm in bed, oh God, if I'm in bed at 10, I'm probably up even earlier. Yeah, I might be earlier. I might be up at five. Not even, you won't even go eight. No. That's why sometimes like a Friday night, Saturday night, I push it. Even though I could have went to bed probably two hours prior. you want to sleep I in I push later. it because I want the sleep in. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this text here says, guys, if I use my blackout blinds, I'll sleep 16 to 20 hours. Oh my God. That's a problem. <laughs> well, I mean, some people 20 are 20 hours? 20 hours. But then, at what point do you get bed sores? <laughs> it's a week. Coming in. You're oh, good. You're good. Yeah, right, you're right. good. You're good. <laughs> I'm like, Mars, move me. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. Mm. Uh, this text here says, I wake up early all the time, but when I sleep in the camper, I can sleep forever. Mm. So if you're in a camper out in the woods all by yourself. Mm-hmm. We all do have like a better places we we sleep like is there like you guys have the the condo you also spend spend at the cabin yeah, yeah. Do you prefer one sleeping to the other uh cabin yeah it's quieter oh way quieter and way darker yeah way darker mm. downtown's oh. just sirens so much down construction oh. uh Haley, what's the longest you've slept you're like the power sleeper of the group the longest i've ever slept is when i came back from um it's called s trip uh we got basically all of my graduating class uh the people who wanted to go went to mexico mm-hmm. for about a week yeah and then we came back and when we got back from that trip, I slept for almost 24 hours. Jeez. 24 hours? I got home from my flight. I think I got in in the evening. Yeah. And I slept until the next evening. Oh, my God. I was so tired. <laughs> wow. What did you get up to? So much debauchery. <laughs> I was uh, exhausted. Wow. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, but woof. Yeah. Yeah. I was unconscious for almost a full day. Did you wake up feeling tired? Yeah. 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 Because you wouldn't wake up refreshed after that point. No, and my mom's like, oh my God, is she okay? Yeah, <laughs> thought you caught something down there? Yeah, she went and checked on me in the afternoon. Like, hey, you all right? Yeah, just sleeping still. Put a mirror in front of your nose. It's right. like, oh yeah, there's still were, breath. You, you were a teenager, hey? Yeah, I was 18. Yeah, teens, I feel like teens can really pull a long oh, sleep yeah. shift. Mm-hmm. God, I used to sleep until like one or two o'clock on the weekends. <laughs> and now, crazy? Now I wake up at 6.30. Every single day. And you're yeah. like, no! It's horrible. Yeah. Waking up at 6.30 on a Saturday sucks. I know. I feel like I've wasted my morning. Mm. I'm like, weekend ruined. Yeah. <laughs> did you um? Did you, did you get to sleep in as a teen or did your parents wake you up? Uh, well, no. We, we had to get up and do chores, though. Oh, so they forced you the up? Chores, yeah, and the chores, were, the chores had to be done before a certain time. So you did kind of have to get up. I don't recall getting up to an alarm, though. I think just naturally we knew we had to get up. Oh. 
Or, or did your mom come in yelling at you to oh, go? Oh, she wasn't awake. <laughs> uh, no. Huh. By the time you hear the lighter flicking to light a cig, <laughs> oh, we're like, all right, that was like home stretch for our chores. <laughs> <laughs> Teens, too, like, obviously they need their sleep, but we do nothing to help them. Like, because uh-huh. high school still starts, you know, like eight o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Like, we can push things back. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we know they need it, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a reason they're so sleepy. Mm. Yeah. Because I remember being a teen and I'd sleep till like noon easy. Start yes. school at like 10. Yeah. Let the teens sleep in. Let's go noon to eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be so nice. You guys, teens don't need extracurricular activities. They don't need that dinner. They don't need dinner at school. It's just like lunch. Yeah, huh? right? Yeah. Let teens sleep. <laughs> what was the number one rule your parents had for you when you were a kid? And did they actually enforce it? Two in five people say that their parents were stricter than most when they were a kid, and less than one in five said less strict. Most people think parents today are way less strict than their parents were. Are you less strict than your mom was? Oh, no. My mom was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that's mm. cool. I had a lot of uh, a lot of gingy time to sort of do what gingy wanted. Oh, and now you're a ball buster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'm not, oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm not a ball buster at all, but I think about stuff like I'm like, Mom didn't care about any of this stuff. Uh-huh. Maybe she was too laissez-faire, made a little too hands-off. There, okay. were, there were parents like that that just were like, they didn't care. Yeah. She, she was a busy woman, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, she mm. was working. Yeah. yeah, she had to get stuff done. Yeah. She trusted you that you would get stuff done. She trusted you. That you'd yeah. be safe on your own. Yeah. What right? was your top rule as a kid? Uh, was it the chores? Well, it was chores. Yeah, constant chores. And what was your number one chore? Well, it was wood. Oh, wood. gotta heat the home. Because it was summertime collecting wood for the home, piling it. Right. And then halfway through the winter, because that was our only source of heat, really. Because uh, God forbid uh, we use the electric baseboard heater. But um, yeah, halfway through the winter, we would run out of wood. And then we have to go in the, de- in the dead of winter in the bush and cut more firewood. Oh. Yay, life. Fun. <laughs> so were you actually cutting the firewood or did you just haul it? Like, I don't understand. Like, well, yeah, eventually when we could hold the uh, big Macala chainsaw. Then you're cutting trees, too. Right. And then you're splitting but with you, an axe and you, then piling. If you only had one chainsaw... Oh, we had multiple. Don't worry. Oh, so you, your dad, <laughs> and John all went out and cut trees down? Oh, we were all the, cutting trees. But uh, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that would be wet? Like how, No, how did, because in the summertime, you tag the dead trees. Oh, okay. All right. tape or spray paint them up. So you know which ones to go get come yeah. winter. And then you in the dead of winter, when all the trees are dead, you have all the ones that are tagged that you know are dead and dry already. Right. And then you cut those down and you're good to go. Why didn't you just cut enough wood in the summer to make it last through the winter? Because there wasn't enough time in the summer. That's how much And the wood. mosquitoes would eat you oh, alive. Oh, the mosquitoes. Oh, my <laughs> oh God. God. Mm-hmm. They crash. It's just... <laughs> how much wood... <laughs> I wish you guys, if you're not watching on guess, Ginge grabbed his forehead. It just sounds like terrible. It, it was. It's it fun was. To- That's why when I cringe yeah. when I see children doing firewood. I know you do. Because I hated it. It's fun to laugh about your childhood. Yeah. And because it, it is funny. Oh, yeah. But it's I can also it. just uh, heartbreaking sometimes. I wish I had one. <laughs> it's just like to spend your summer uh, collecting wood for the winter to come. It just sounds, I yeah. don't know. Scary. It yeah. does sound scary. Yeah, I agree. had to get so much of it. And then I remember as a child, which every, which no children should even worry about the wood pile. No. But I remember seeing the wood pile go down and be like, oh no, no. <laughs> no <laughs> no because I know I have to go back in the damn bush, cut trees, and haul this crap back to the house, pile it, 
fill the wood box in the house. The worst. Mm -hmm. Why couldn't we get a furnace? (laughs) Oh, Uh, wouldn't that have been great? I'm sorry, buddy. No. Anyways. When I met your parents, you guys had a, uh, your mom had uh, furnace, didn't she? No, that house never had a furnace. Was it baseboard heating? Yeah, but we're we're not allowed to use it because it's electric. Oh, because it was warm in there. Yeah, because the fireplace is burning at 3,500. <laughs> although, <laughs> although when I did go there for the first time, she made Crash and John go and do firewood the next day. That sucks. <laughs> Being back at home. Yeah, right? Load that wood box. Yeah. Ugh, the oh, worst. God, all right. Don't, okay. Please don't make your kids do firewood. No. Ugh. We were driving back from the cabin, and there was a dad with his uh, daughter in the bush. They were doing oh, firewood. Mm-hmm. And Crash was like, I want to see it. I don't want to see it. Yeah. I was like, well, don't yeah. look at it then. It was like, <laughs> I'm like I can't. <laughs> you got trauma. Yeah. You got trauma. Yeah. Well, according to the new poll, here's the top rules that we had to follow when we were kids. Uh, number one is chores. 75% of kids had a pretty strict chore mm-hmm. uh, schedule. Do you have one, Haley? Oh, yeah, we had one. Um, they uh, would make a list of the chores that needed to be done for the week. Mm. And you could do them or not. But if you didn't do them, you didn't get your allowance. Mm. Yeah. So we had to like initial every time we did a chore and then mom would be like, yep, that chore is done. And initial beside your initial. Mm. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had the chart wow, on the fridge. The That's some yeah, oversight. Yeah. And yeah. we would get $2. Oh, we got $10 an hour. 10 so bucks an hour? We would track our hours oh and then God. mom would sign off on it. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. Number two. <laughs> The timesheet is a 10-year-old. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> number two, uh, 75% of people said that they had a curfew. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, you had to go to bed by a certain time, 72%. Well, yeah, don't kids have to go to bed by a certain time? Mm. My parents are kind of loosey-goosey with that rule. Really? They were kind of just like, eh, if you're tired, you'll go to bed when you're tired. Huh. They did get after my brother because he played video games. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I loved sleep. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, <laughs> Let's go to bed. Yeah. Uh, 71% of people said that they had to study and they were checked up on to see if they were studying to get good grades. 69% said no alcohol. Their parents set rules or threatened them. Oh, yeah, I had that. No drugs and alcohol yeah. at it was, all. It was zero drug tolerance in my house. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, the <laughs> cops were called oh, yeah. on my brother. They hate coming to my house oh, now. Yeah, yeah. You By your mother? Yeah. Your mom called the cops because, on your Yeah, brother? my brother came home with a bag of stinging metal. Oh, right. <laughs> and like him and his buddies, I don't know. It, it looks like weed. It looks like a bunch stinging of metal? pot plants. And he had a whole duffel bag full. And my mom called the cops on him because <laughs> he had a duffel bag of what she thought was weed in the house. I've t- I've t- <laughs> did he think it was weed? Yeah, yeah, two questions. Possibly. Him and his buddy might have thought like the ditch was full of weed. Were I don't they know. were they just playing like drug dealer? And I, I have no, honestly, I have no idea. Okay, and did your mom think it was weed? Yeah, oh yeah, oh, she did. Okay, yeah, and then the local uh, RCMP officer showed up and then yeah. waited for my brother. And what? then the duffel bag sitting on the kitchen table ripped open like a big drug bust. And then the, the cop had a good uh, good laugh with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> he scared him and then he said what it was. Oh what did God. she think was going to happen if it was actually weed to your brother? Pro- like gang members would come and burn the house. No, but what she called the police. Oh. What did she, how did she picture this ending? I guess he gets With him going up. to buy <laughs> <laughs> One less kid to worry about. <laughs> no, crash. That's not true. Maybe she just thought that the RC. She would scare him. Yeah, I, I'm he was a kid, right? Well, my brother was a, a teen. He was a teen. He's okay. probably 15, 16. He's still a kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think. Yeah, I think the whole uh, the whole thing was uh, just to scare him. Mm-hmm. 
Because oh. the, the police officer was a family friend, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still terrifying seeing a cop car in the yard. Oh, yeah. And then oh a duffel gosh. bag of weed on your kitchen table. Wow. <laughs> or what you think is weed. <laughs> 68% of people in the poll said no smoking. If they were caught smoking, they were in big trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, 59% said they weren't allowed to drive at night or with friends in the car. 55% said that there were rules about going to parties. Another 55% said there was rules about the clothing that you wore. And some of the rules that were a little less common, um, 46% of us had to get a job. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Mm -hmm. 42% were expected to participate in extracurriculars. They didn't have a say or sports. Mm. 31% had a rule about video games. And 28% had a rule about caffeine. No hmm. caffeine. Well, yeah, that was the whole, it's going to stunt your growth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I, I want to know about your, maybe your strictest or your craziest rule. Maybe you're a parent now and you would never, ever give your kids that rule. Mm. Maybe like Crash, you had one of the worst chores for Crash. I thought you were going to say childhood. No, chores. <laughs> we didn't have that bad. It was... Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a wonderful time. I live in the land of cra- denial when it comes yeah, to crashes. Maybe you had a really crazy, strange, strict rule. Maybe you had a really crappy chore. Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Growing up, did you have some wild rules? Yes. Some strict rules? 75% of adults um, think that uh, their parents were way stricter than they are now if they've got kids. And the most common rules that we had as kids, including having to do crappy chores, having a curfew, having to eat everything on your plate, going to bed at a certain time. So we want to know about your super crap rules. Yeah. Uh, the rules coming in, too, are yeah. terrible. Yeah, they are. Uh, Jody, how you doing today? Excellent. Um, you had a weird rule growing up, right? <laughs> yeah, well, when my when my parents found oh, like I smoked since I was like in grade ten, but when my parents found out I was smoking, they were they were a little upset. But my uh, their rule was you're not allowed to smoke in the house. The only time you can smoke in the house is if your friends are here. What? <laughs> oh. What a weird rule. <laughs> okay, so no smoking by yourself, but if your friends are over, you guys can all smoke. <laughs> well, that, that's right. Like, and and my friends, like our house was like the the cent- was centralization. So everybody was always at our place. It was like an ongoing revolving do- door, whether I was home or not. Yeah. What's- so, yeah. Was the and, thought and behind it? Was, was the thought sorry? behind it if you were smoking by yourself, that's a problem? Uh, you know what? Like I wish, I wish I was, I was young again because my parents let me run wild. Huh? They did, hey? Yeah. Oh yeah, like my, my poor kids, like they had it way harder than I did because I knew everything that I got away with that there was no way they were getting away with. Yeah, I that's guess. true. Yeah, yeah, you knew what you could do. Yeah, you know all the things to look for. All the things that they could get up to. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have it very good. Have a great one, guys. <laughs> you too. That's Take care, show. Jody. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. That's a crazy rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, it, there's no downside to it. No. no. Yeah, you get to smoke with your buddies. Right? Yeah. Win-win situation. Yeah, yeah. you get some And like she over. said, buddies come over when she's not even there. She's like, everyone can smoke in the house. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's wild. Uh, Colleen, hello. Hi, how you doing? Good, good. Uh, did you have the wild rules or did you set some interesting ones? I set them in mine. And it, I'm a very unconventional mother. 
So it wasn't like on Saturdays we're going to do toilets. And my friend had that, and it was awful. Yeah. But with my kids, like when it came to chores, it was if you see it needs to be done, do it. Don't put it off for the next person. Yeah. That was, was that big one. But mine were a bit more dealing with being kind of mature. So as they grew, it was like, okay, so I know you're not going to like me all the time, but you will always respect me. Mm. That was a very, very big one. The oh, other okay. was if you can go out partying, but never, ever drive home drunk or with someone that had been drinking. Oh, okay, that's a yeah. good rule. Yeah, those that are was, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty standard, standard rules. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's good. All right, Kay, thanks so much for that, Colleen. Thanks, Colleen. Four in the morning. Yeah. Okay, yeah, thanks so much. Bye bye. Yeah, I mean that one's that's a good rule. Yeah, that's a good rule. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta put that rule down, no yeah. matter what, yeah. what decade it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom, how you doing? Good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, growing up, did you uh, did you grow up with some wild rules? I did. My stepfather was really, really strict, and he was kind of a neat freak. Yeah. So in the in the morning before you went to school, you had to make sure you had your door open and your bed made and everything in your room before you left. And if not, he'd take your door off and he'd take all your stuff in your room and he'd throw it out in the front yard for everybody. Oh my to see. God! He, that's, uh, would he legitimately do that, or that was just the threat? You've never seen it. No, he did it <gasps> many times. No. To the point where. I, yeah, to the point where I moved out when I was 16. Oh, my God, that's awful. Yeah, I would move out, yeah. too. Um, yeah, yeah as soon as, handle it anymore. Yeah, as soon as and you it, could it, escape embarrassing. it. Yeah. Yeah, super embarrassing, because my school was, my, my house was right in front of my school. Oh, no. So, so all your stuff is all over the yard, and your friends can walk by and see it. Uh, is, is, oh, yeah. So, like, what was his problem? Like, is he, is he still your stepdad? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't know if it's maybe something that his father did to him when he was younger, and he just maybe thought that that was the right thing to do. And yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't treat my kids like that, right? I just like you want to have a messy room, close your door, nobody sees it. I'm fine with that. But, <laughs> yeah. 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 I yeah. shot that down right quick. Yeah, it was just kind of a, your childhood is like, well, what not to do? Like, I, I get being <laughs> nagged at to clean your room if it's a pigsty, you know but, what I mean? Like, but, but that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a, a lot. lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, we weren't even allowed to eat in the living room either. Like, he, he, would, he would lose his cool and, like, throw a big temper tantrum. And, like, it, it was bad. Like, wow. Was, yeah. That's rough, man. Well, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you're way on the other side of yeah, this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Thanks for sharing that, Tom. Okay, have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. I'm noticing uh, on text and all on the app there, there's a lot of rules that uh, consisted of taking the door off the bedroom. Mm-hmm. That was a legit move when we were kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank pull, God we didn't have that in my house. Thank God. Pull the pins and yank that door off. Yeah, mm-hmm. my door always got to stay on its hinges, but I had friends who had their... Doors taken off the rooms. <laughs> like for messy room or for like slamming doors. For slamming or like doors, for slamming yeah. doors. Or for like sneaking out. Oh, oh yeah. That was, a yeah. Hot, that was a hot move. Yeah. Because uh, like my uh, my bear wrangling ex, she had the open door policy. Yeah. And that door would get taken off if the door was closed well, and we were in the room. Yeah, because you guys were minors. But, like, the and- door would legitimately get taken off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I know, like, but they're like, like uh, we're just talking. <laughs> yeah, sure you are with your part. <laughs> sure you are. That's one. It's almost like that same thing because we got texts about like you know certain parents letting uh letting their teens like drink in the house. Yeah, yeah. So they know like they're safe doing it. Yeah. When it comes to like teens in like you know bedroom, like they're gonna, it's either in the house or it's like it's in the park. Do it in the park. Yeah. <laughs> There's my, a weird. That was my parents. 
Take it out of the house. Oh yeah, Take Hayden it to and the I park. were living together. Yeah, and then when we went to go visit my parents, they would make us sleep in separate beds. Oh yeah, Hayden's room was right outside my parents' bedroom, and my dad would leave his bedroom door open yeah. and open up Hayden's door and go, "Not a footstep." <laughs> yeah. Hayden was even—he was too scared to even pee. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's terrified. He doesn't even want to say good night to you. He's like, "Nope, nope not." He's like, "It's seven o'clock. Time to go to my room and be quiet." <laughs> <laughs> I'd be—I'd be a really bad mom. I'd be like—I'd be. So strict. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No booze, no smokes, and then I'd say no sex. And then if they were like, "Well, we're just gonna go do it in the park," I'd be like, "New rule, bitch. No park." Oh, surprise! Mom, surprise. <laughs> Ban the park. You're grounded. Yeah. <laughs> for those dirty thoughts, you're grounded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Twisty slide for you. My old Catholic upbringing would come right yeah. back up. Oh no. Uh, this text here. This is a weird rule. Andrew said, "Guys, we had a dishwasher growing up, but we weren't allowed to use it." Instead, we had to hand wash the dishes every meal. If we had company or family visiting, though, we used the dishwasher. Mm. That was the rule. Oh, so, on airs for the company. So, oh, yeah. so no dishwasher unless there was visitors. Oh, thankfully, we could use the dishwasher. When you're uh, restricting use of the dishwasher, is that to save electricity or is that to save wear and tear on the dishwasher so when company does come, that thing's working nice? Uh, oh, maybe. No. I, yeah, I don't know what that I'll, would be. I'll bet you that was they thought that they were saving water. Mm-hmm. Mm. Save it for when there's more people, yeah. more dishes. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the country, we were just on well water, so it didn't matter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Use, use as much water as you want. Yeah, I'll bet you it was you a wa- it was a water thing. Water rich, right? Yeah, yeah. water rich. Everything else very poor. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. water rich. Water rich. We had that pop, and we're like, could you, could you, No. The neighbors did, not oh, us. God. We had an electric pump. <laughs> there was people poorer than you. <laughs> yeah, the people that moved into the old schoolhouse down the road. Oh, they had the my. hand pump. I remember no, playing. Gosh. I remember playing with that as a kid. Yeah. So the people who lived down the street from you had to hand pump their water. Yeah, they had no plumbing in the house. Oh my god! And their bathroom was a a makeshift like toilet with a bucket underneath. <gasps> and then you'd have to dump the water and then like go out in the back and throw it in the bush. Oh, that oh, would gosh. suck in minus thirty. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's oh, yeah. sucking plus twenty five. <laughs> Like d- you're you're dumping your waste in the bush. Well, where else are you gonna put it? Yeah. Yeah, you got some uh, Manitoba rain. It washes it away. Smooth. What was in the Manitoba rain? <laughs> I have a lot of questions. <laughs> uh, this text here says, "Hey guys, here's a weird rule. My dad wouldn't let us use the armrests in the van. Why? <laughs> in like fear that like you'd get too cozy having those elbows up. You, th- you thought it would carry to the dinner table. I have no idea. Was it a safety thing? Did he? No, I doubt did it. Did he hear that someone died because of an armrest? Were you guys ever uh, speaking of elbows? Was that just in movies, or did some houses worry about elbows on the dinner table? Oh, Mabel, Mabel, get your elbows off the table. That's legit. That was the thing that was said in my house. Really? Yeah. No elbows, no feet, no resting on the table. Oh. You could rest your wrists. Yeah. And like when you're eating, and you could rest your wrists on the table, but if you did one on knees, no elbows, eh? no oh, elbows. We could do elbows, thankfully. Yeah, we were cool with elbows. Are elbows rude? Is that the idea? I think so. Because uh, I don't know. We were. I think they were rude. Like we were. We were told, but it wasn't enforced. Because I remember sitting like this a lot. Yeah, like, being really bored. And like, that's how Mars usually is at a restaurant. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is me now. She's like, oh god, are you done talking? <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> the server's going on about the specials. <laughs> I know I can read (laughs) Uh, this text here oh by the way a follow up on the uh, armrests on the van Uh, they said it was because dad thought that it would wear them out (laughs) 
You don't want to wear out those armrests. <laughs> Go save them. <laughs> Although I will admit, uh, like in my truck, I have the center console there and it's padded on top. I was just... Where my elbow goes, it's a little bit indented. Oh. So you can wear out the elbow rest. Crash would be that the dad. Rest. No, no armrests. I'd be like, you use your armrest three times this week. That's too much. <laughs> uh, one more on this. Uh, Tia, how you doing? Oh, good. Excellent. Um, straight rules? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. What's your uh, wild rule growing up? So my parents were bikers, and they, I honestly didn't have many rules. Yeah. But the one that my mom stuck to her guns was we were not allowed to wear makeup because we were three girls until we were 13 years old. Really? Oh my God! You got to wear makeup at thirteen. Oh. oh, is that? I I don't think I was allowed to wear makeup till I was fifteen or sixteen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. We weren't allowed to color our hair either until then. Like I'm talking, like if we went to a birthday party that had like a make like play makeup party, we weren't even allowed that as a child. Wow! Like no, like fun spray in the hair. Uh, that. I was allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wasn't allowed. We weren't allowed to do that at all. My mom said it made us look older than we were, and. It, it was too mature for us. My mom said that too. Did yeah. you guys, uh, yeah. I picture like uh, you rounding up any sort of candy that would make your lips more vibrant. Did you take advantage of that? Well, the second I was allowed to wear makeup, I was wearing this god awful bright blue glitter lipstick. Yes. <laughs> you go way overboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go over the top with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, because nobody needs makeup at like 13 yeah, I guess. or 14, but you would go because you were finally allowed, right? Yeah, yeah. So you'd experiment with yeah. it and you'd, yeah. And that's what yeah, you do? Yeah, that's yeah. what you do. Yeah, oh, that's for hilarious. Sure. Okay. So for my 13th birthday present, what she did was brought us to an esthetician and had us pick out all the makeup and taught us how to apply it properly. Oh, wow. Oh, the full deal. Like, that's super cool. Yeah, th- I bet you really, that was really a great cool. day yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. But the same parents were, when I was 14, would say, if you're going to smoke weed, make sure you tell us first so we know where you got it from. <laughs> you got to verify rule. the source. That's a decent rule. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So with the recent dump of snow in Calgary and, uh, well, it's, uh, it's chilly this morning. We're in the minus temperatures right now. It's time to ask, when should you get those damn winter tires on here in the city? Well, Stat. Uh, yeah, apparently they say when the temperature starts being consistently below seven, mm-hmm. get those tires on. Mm. Yeah, so you got a few days. Hayden's oh. doing mine this weekend. Although look at the mayhem with the uh, freezing rain we had the other morning. Yeah, yesterday Winter morning. Yeah, could have helped in that. Give it, you a little traction. Yeah, it could have. But they also say that if you've driven in Alberta for any length of time, you know pretty much end of September start putting them on. Yeah. Like for example, Calgary got that dump of snow. A lot of people didn't have their winter tires on. I loved pushing. I know. I don't want to waste any of that sweet, sweet winter tray. It burns quick. Yes. It burns quick. That's a pricey piece of rubber. Oh, yeah. It is indeed. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they do say, though, the temperatures are set to drop soon. We should go into more normal like October, which means we will be below seven degrees Celsius every single day. And some people uh, are pulling a gingy, says, I haven't taken my winter tires off from last season. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the move. I pulled that one year when the when your winter rubber's on its last season. Yeah. yeah. Just run it through summer. You might as well. Because old winter, I feel like, is still better than good summer. No? Um, possibly? I have no idea. Uh, me neither. Me, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. But it makes sense. Even like, does the temperature, I was, I never worried about the temperature. I just worried about snow on the road. 
Yeah, I never really thought of temp. But they always say like well, once yeah, like Marzi said, below seven below degrees. Below seven. Mm-hmm. Are, are, are all seasons? They probably the rubber gets hard. They're no they're no good even on a dry road when it's cold out. Well, they're probably they're probably okay, but your stopping distance, it's, everything is it affected. All, it all comes down to the stopping distance. Uh, they do say that this is based on snow or ice. Winter tires will stop nearly fifteen meters sooner than all season tires. Oh, so that's about a car length. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you've, if you've never tried that winter tire life, it, it makes is, it, it's a huge oh, difference. gigantic difference. Because I was one of those. Uh, I grew up never, never touched a winter of tire. We all Me were. too. Yeah, yeah. and. And not until like the last like within the last 10 years did I even dabble in a winter tire and what a difference mm-hmm. and it, it's uh, yeah your stopping is uh, a lot better sure but like taking off at an intersection yeah let's not forget the going yeah, yeah that's way right. better they also say and I mean I, I'm not sure how many people do this if you do it you're a better car owner than me take your vehicle in for a mechanical a mechanical inspection prior to winter just to make sure that it's in good condition oh, oh. all dealerships are recommending that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and always do a walk around the vehicle before you get oh, in. Oh, sure. We all do. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Does anybody take it to the mechanic before the winter? No, I doubt anyone? it. No, I doubt I've, it. I've never done it either. No. Um, someone, too, on the app says, guys, we're currently, I'm guessing they're working out of shop, yeah. says we're currently booking for November 15th. <gasps> I bet. So don't wait or you'll be SOL. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Hayden's yeah. my car mechanic. Yeah. Yeah, I threw Mars is on. Got that all done. Smooth sailing now. Well, now. Well, now, yeah. We had a bit of a problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Got to figure it out. It's all good. It's a plate that needed but to like, come off. Uh, yeah, I called around uh, some uh, shops too, and they're like, "Yeah, uh, all the hoists are full, totally full." Time. Yeah. Do they go like seasonal work? Your tire shops to uh, bring in like extra staff. Probably there, there must be like real lulls in the tire game. You'd think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like summer's got to be a lot slower than right now. I yeah. Would spring. Think so. Spring fall. I bet you they bring on a couple extra yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. They also say, too, remember to get your snow brush and put that in the back of your car or in the trunk. Remember that because uh, you don't want to be caught in a snowstorm without a snow brush. Mm. Yeah, that sucks because you got to use your arm. Yeah. And they also say, and I don't know how many people actually do this. And if you do, good on you. Uh, An emergency kit with extra warm clothing, Mm -hmm. hand warmers, cell phone charges, just in case something happens. Although you and a buddy, uh, you hunkered down in your car with a candle, right? Yeah, we spent a full, it was like a full, like a Hanukkah burn for like seven days. (laughs) (laughs) We got stuck on uh, the Coquihalla, heading to the coast. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, they closed the they closed the highway in BC there, mm. and I also had in the car we had a blanket and I had like one of those little tea candles and some lube. Well, yeah. <laughs> when in Rome, um, yeah, but that little tea candle warmed up that whole car. It was like minus like fifteen on the road, like it was freezing. Did the candle make a difference? The candle made really? a huge difference. Yes, <laughs> the tea candle for hours. Oh, yeah. We just huddled up under the blanket with this tiny little candle. Huh. A lot of heat comes off those bad boys. Yeah. Because the car I was driving was this old beater. I yeah. hadn't, the gas gauge didn't work, so I didn't dare risk running it. No. Well, yeah. You didn't want to run dry on the highway. There's not a lot of gas stations out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we just lived off this tiny little tea but candle. Was it, was, it the, was it the candle or was it your teen bodies? <laughs> your hot teen like, bodies? No, just because you were hot. was joking about the... Because you're hot, right? Like, uh, yeah, I you guess. You hot. I guess, and maybe like the, it was, honestly, I think the candle, the candle did work. The candle did business. Really? Yes. Huh. Keep a little tea candle in your cars. Yeah. Or did maybe a full-size one would be even better. <laughs> yeah, a big candle. Yeah, it didn't burn that A nice scented candle. <laughs> did you have, like, the tin wrap, too, that some people have? No, in their no, just a, just a blanket. Yeah. And a little, a tiny little candle. Huh. Wow. Lit it up on the dash. Yeah. Yeah. Saved us. Saved our lives. Hmm. I could have died on that road. Oh, my God. The candle saved I don't you. know. I, I think you're remembering it wrong. No, no. 
I'm going to say You weren't actually there. The, the fire kept the wolves at bay? Oh, yeah. I don't know, because a tea candle is only like that big. She puts out some heat. I guess if some you're covering yourself use. in a blanket, you're, you're closer together, yeah. you're breathing, you're rubbing your hands, That's you're like, whoa. teen bodies. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, our close friendship. Wink, wink. And the blanket <laughs> might have provided more heat than Love the candle. Thigh yeah. rubbing. <laughs> but the candle didn't hurt. Yeah. God bless that candle. Some Mm -hmm. people are saying tea candles in cars for emergency are a thing. Obviously, they are a thing. That's why they recommend it, right? Like someone says, there's that tiny space inside the cabin of the vehicle. Uh There's not a lot of uh, square footage to warm up. True. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Huh. Well, nonetheless, get your kits ready to go because winter is a coming. Oh, yes. Save that candle. Save that candle, indeed. Alrighty, if you are a lady. Uh, you probably agree with this statement. Nearly 50% of Canadian women feel that they are unprepared for menopause and have absolutely no idea what to expect. Basically because nobody is talking about it. Mm. Not your doctors, not the media, yeah. not your friends, not your family. Is it because no doctors one. are like, oh God, this again? <laughs> I don't know. Because, I don't know, maybe we need medical care to treat women a little better i i don't know a new national report that was released by the menopause foundation of canada found that nearly 50 percent of women feel totally unprepared for menopause while more than half were unaware of the common menopausal symptoms now of the 41 percent of women surveyed between the age of 40 and 60 who sought medical advice 72 percent said that that medical advice was not helpful, oh. only somewhat help, or only somewhat helpful, and they had to find it uh, information on their own. Mm-hmm. 40% of women also felt that their symptoms were under-treated and that no one took them seriously. Uh, I got My a list God. of the top symptoms here. Are you, do you want a little rundown? Oh, yeah, Crash, if you want to read them off, sure. Uh, top ahead. symptoms of menopause that you got to be watching for. All right. Uh, irregular periods. Yeah. Vaginal dryness. Yep. Hot flashes. Okay. Chills. Yep. Night sweats. Yep. Sleep problems. Yep. Mood changes. Yep. Weight gain and slowed metabolism. This sounds like everything that's just normally happening. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that's why they don't really talk about it. They're like, well, it's kind of been... Not enough research. (laughs) Yeah, it's been uh, going on this way for many years. And and I agree with Haley. I feel like I've been having those symptoms since I was 14 years old. Yeah, I was hot this morning and now I'm cold. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Haley's covered in a blanket. I don't know what to tell (laughs) you. Most women hit menopause marked by not having a menstrual period for one year. That's what uh, menopause means between the ages of 45 and 55. Um, during menopause, a woman's ovaries stop producing eggs every month, which results in a drop in hormone levels. Now, you don't even have to worry about menopause. You also have to worry about something called perimenopause. Oh, yeah. That is the transition period lasting six to eight years oh. leading up to menopause. And that is when a woman's menstrual cycles could become irregular as hormone levels fluctuate. In Canada, the average age for menopause is 51.5 years, but most women are in perimenopause between the ages of 40 and 50. There's three stages. There's three stages. Peri, menopause, and postmenopause. You can actually experience symptoms right up until you're 70 years old. Oh, what a drag. Oh, Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That sucks. 
Uh, yeah. Dumb. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It is dumb. It's super dumb. It's super dumb. Uh, people are saying though, how? Uh, yeah, these are all the symptoms. But yeah. uh, what is there? To, what can you do to actually prepare? Okay, so I can go like, on buy a book, cry, uh, cry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's gonna happen, right? Yeah. So, like, well, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna happen. So, what are some of the treatments? Well, they say number one. Then this is tough. Find a doctor who is educated in menopause and some of the treatments. How you go about doing that, it's easy to write it in an article. Yeah. Find a doctor. Find a needle in this haystack. Do you yeah. just like call around and say, hey, are yeah. you big into menopause? Yeah, I oh. think you are just... You taking new patients? Yeah. Mm. And are big you big thing. into menopause? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think that's the number one thing is to... Um, we need you need to ask for what you want. Mm-hmm. We as women we don't ask for what we want enough. Yeah, I picked uh, my family doctor that I recently got in the next couple of years or in the last few years. Uh, she specializes in women's reproductive health, uh, skincare, and something else. Good. She does all the the women's reproductive health stuff though. Good. That's why I picked her. Uh huh. Yeah. Good. There's good. a text that just rolled in. Yeah. That should terrify everyone. Oh. Oh. God. What is it? Are you gonna read it? It's Delta Dawn from Devin. Hey Delta. All caps. Straight facts, yo. Okay. How? Expect how? Oh my God. Yeah. Multiply how bad your mood swings are by a thousand, and that's the level they'll be in menopause. The night sweats, hot flashes are insane. I send anyone going through it all the oodles of love, wow. understanding, and warm fuzzies. Okay. Oh boy. Lots uh, of emotions there. How's it going, Don? <laughs> a little stressed out over there. So here are some of the treatments. There are over-the-counter medications, prescription drugs to lifestyle changes. Mm -hmm. There are several ways to treat symptoms of menopause. However, according to experts in this article, the most effective treatment is hormone therapy. Yeah. If you're able to have that done, that can be administrated by pills or transdermally via a patch or a gel. Now, the treatment is approved by Health Canada and given by prescription. However, there is a risk of initiating hormone therapy for women over the age of 70. So if you're under the age of 70 and you're experiencing some of these symptoms, hormone therapy might be something you want to talk to your doctor about mm -hmm. or... Uh, if you give it a little Google, you can get it done at clinics without uh, your family doctor. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I remember uh, years ago, uh, Suzanne Summers, mm. the thigh master herself, oh, was yeah. like doing like the talk show circuit talking about hormone therapy. I think she was like the first one to be like public about. Yes, she was. Yeah. Yeah. She w she made a really big deal about it, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's yeah. legit. Yeah, it is she legit. She wasn't just selling some snake oil. Yeah, it is legit. And they are now saying that that is the like one of the most effective therapies. Mm -hmm. As long as a woman has no uh, like no reason to not start hormone therapy and is within ten years of her last period, this type of therapy is safe and effective. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's got to be tough. I yeah. Un unfortunately, like I, I don't wish it upon uh, no. any of you, but unfortunately. You go through it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you don't uh, have a choice, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It hits the women in my family young. Does it really? Yeah, like mid forties. Yeah, like early to mid forties. Huh. So I'm like, <laughs> just waiting. Yeah, <laughs> it's counting down. It's a good thing all of you are in your early twenties. It's a good thing. Yes, <laughs> Ian Mars at the ripe age of twenty. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So you can finally go to Vegas. We're in our <laughs> most fertile window. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's yep. right. Sure. Are. Yeah, sure. Are. Mars can't even look at sperm. <laughs> <laughs> I have birth control oh, goggles on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Don't want to chance it. <laughs>
Sure do. <laughs> oh, there man. is also to um, there's a. Uh, I'm not a doctor, but I will. But she played one on TV. But I played one on TV. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Cut for time. (laughs) Uh, There's a book. I don't know if it's out yet or if it's coming out. It's um, I'll put it up in the app for you guys. Uh, It's written by a woman by the name of uh, Esther Blum. It's called See You Later, Ovulator. That's cute. That's great. It's cute. Um, But she has um, a really good perspective on hormone therapy. Oh, so it's really uh, and about perimenopause and menopause. And it's not like like oh do yoga and eat chia seeds. Have a latte and do some yoga. No, it's not like that. It's um, she's she's really very interesting. And again. This is just to read, not to take full advice, but just to for for knowledge, right? Yeah, Maybe something to bring to your doctor. Who is it again? Uh, or what's es- the book? Esther Blum. Yep. See you later, ovulator. Spouses, take note of this and buy the book for your spouse. Yeah, get it for your spouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would this be uh, an appropriate Christmas gift? Or I mean, I, I not no. I hate not to for, assume anything. No, not don't. for Mars at twenty one. Don't don't give her that. <laughs> or is it just a book that shows up on the coffee table? No, no, it's a book that uh, no, it's not a gift crash. I'm, no, no, don't no, dudes, don't buy this for your lady. Oh, I thought ladies, it would be a great gift. Don't, ladies, treat yourself. Don't make her open it in front of everybody on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's just mean. Yeah, don't oh, don't no. do that. Yeah, don't don't do that. But anyways, it's a good, it's a good start. And other people are putting um, some books up in the app as well. Um, there's a woman in Winnipeg who's got a, uh, a published book as well. Mm-hmm. You can follow her. It's, and this is all based on medicine. Again, like I said, mm-hmm. it's not like do yoga and go drink a latte. This is like based Although on that, I'm sure that would feel good. It would. I mean, it, yeah, but that's at any age, Crash. That's like, not going to fix yeah. menopause. <laughs> no. That's just going to make your day less crappy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, nonetheless, so at the very end of the day, hopefully you can find a doctor that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, talks to you and listens to your concerns and treats you properly. I had, an, I had a, a, an appointment with a new doctor the other day. Yeah. And uh, I went into it like an interview. Not that she was interviewing me. Right, yeah. But that I was interviewing oh, yeah. her. I had like all of my... I almost swore. I had all of my crap written down, mm-hmm. and I and she was like talking. I'm like, wait a second, hold on, back her up. You didn't answer this question. I'm shocked she didn't hang up on you. Me too. <laughs> you mm-hmm. gotta fight for your right. You gotta fight for your right. Yep. You gotta, and again, you, you shouldn't have to fight. Like most, you know. Oh yeah, that's ridiculous. You know, as long yeah. as you go in like with questions or prepared or mm-hmm. know what you need, and yeah, I've started to go see my doctor on Saturdays. She's like, if you ever need time to talk to somebody and like actually take time with a doctor book on a Saturday. Oh, really? Oh. It's way more time. Oh. Way more time with you. Huh. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's nice. really nice. Yeah. She's a fantastic doctor. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'll give her your, her number. Yeah. This is a great text, too. This is from like a dude. It says, guys, take note, read these books so you have an understanding of what your partner's going through. Yeah, you'll understand. Oh, yeah, yeah that's what I meant. Buy the book for yourself hey, to read. You know what, Crash? You know what you're getting for Christmas? <laughs> no, <laughs> See you later. I'll <laughs> <Call> you later. <laughs> <laughs> For a great thing. We're going to give you a fat stack of menopause books. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Welcome this, to hell. This text here says, my wife just started going through it now. Look out, it's bad. Get the book, buddy. Oh, Get the book. No. And by the way, uh, the ages that I was reading uh, in the news story are averages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Women can start menopause or perimenopause as young as 25, 26. Yes, yeah, so, in the app saying so, that. So, like, yeah. it's, I mean, it's not just, you know. six. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, look at that top one there. It says my sister went through it at 26. So it doesn't affect yeah. just like this specific age group. It affects all women. Oh, yeah. Right? And someone says they were worried about it. 
And then weed came into their life. So for some, maybe weed for some people. Yeah, be fine. Yeah, yeah. Haley's just ultimate chill till she's eighty. <laughs> yeah, right. I missed it. Haley never goes through it. She still has her period at a hundred. Yeah, like, yeah wow. right. Marijuana <laughs> keeps you fertile. <laughs> I'm still having babies. Oh boy. So nonetheless, there's uh, some good advice for some reading. Some good books up on the app. And again, mm-hmm. uh, 50% of women say that they're unprepared or they know nothing about it is a crazy number. We need to talk about it more. Mm. That it should be more of a normal thing. Get those books. I guess so. We just started talking too about periods. Like yeah. when I was on the radio when I first started, you never even said it. Oh, you could not say that. For the most time, I guess when I started reading, I wouldn't even tell people I was a woman for, oh, ooh, you know. Gross. Well, yeah, Mars had to put a fake mustache on. I did. <laughs> Lower her voice. I went Hello. As, Hello, I'm Marks. <laughs> 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 it was a different time, only 10 years ago. Uh-huh. But yeah. At the beginning of Nav Radio, Mars had a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. come. Uh, this text here, 56789, says, Sheesh, as a lesbian couple here, this is going to be fun. <sighs> Well, yeah, at least right. You guys have each other though. Like no, a menopause like, buddy, but you you have someone who will understand you, mm-hmm. not like. But uh, well, but well, please, <laughs> I understand all women's uh, needs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I, I hope this has been a text rolling. <laughs> like, only kidding. I'm sure, you've got like the sympathy pal, but don't you want someone who isn't like going through it? Because that's like lesbian couples that like get pregnant together sometimes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because mm. you want someone who's not you know burdened with this. Well, maybe you wouldn't go. You wouldn't go through it at the same time, or yeah, maybe. And then you can uh, like share that experience. Some days I have really bad cramps, and I pray to whatever God is out there that Mm -hmm. Crash gets cramps too. That'd be so nice. Wouldn't it be nice? Like yeah. just once, just That's once. Love. That's <laughs> crazy. Just I'm, once. I appreciate it. Just once, I want you to have really bad cramps. That's wonderful. I want you to throw up because they're so bad. Oh, jeez. And then I tell you the tale of my childhood. Yeah. You know what? Easy peasy. Oh, okay. Sure. Smooth freaking sailing. All right. All right. We've all got our crosses to bear. You guys got cramps. We have strangers piss splashing back on us. Yeah. From urinals that are too close together. Major problem. Major problem. That's not even comparable. Very. I mean, it's a stranger's piss, Mars. (laughs) (laughs) It's a problem. Yeah. It's a major problem. We're doing nothing about it. But you guys are the ones that build it. You're okay with it. Well, Ah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, I almost would say you guys like it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, some people might. Yeah. I found that I have to, like, physically show that I'm going through cramps. So that Hayden understands. Oh. How do you physically So you like you put on a show? Is that what you're saying? A little bit more. Oh. Because they're bad. Like mine get really bad like the first couple days. Uh. Like to the point where sometimes I'll pod down. Oh, yeah. So you can't hear me go. (gasps) Is that what you're doing? I've done that sound before too. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to do that. And Hayden, he's like, oh, it can't be that bad. Oh, Oh, God. Hayden, what have you done? Hayden, if you're listening, shut up. (laughs) Yeah. So I will physically stop and be like, I just need a second. Mm. And then do like, okay, I'm good. Now, what are you asking me? Oh. Because there's some, I just, I can't, I can't have him. Yeah. Talking at me while I'm dealing with this pain. I'm just like, shh. That's one thing I've never said, nor will I ever say. Yeah. <laughs> it can't be that bad. <laughs> I will never, ever say that. Because you wouldn't be on the radio. He was so no. close to being murdered. You wouldn't, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't be here. And I'll have a knife stabbed in me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll feel pain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I'm warm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> 
Oh no! Oh boy! Twenty six is gonna happen. It's happening too soon, Haley. Yeah, it sure is. Alrighty, um, I want to talk about uh, this story here. Let me know what you guys think first of all. So, a train passenger in the UK refused to give up her first class seat to an elderly woman. Oh, well, yeah, no, sorry. Should have bought the, the seat. The woman explained that it happened on a seven-hour train journey from London to Aberdeen, explaining that she booked the seat in advance but was given a priority seat on boarding. For those who aren't familiar, priority seats are situated at the start and the end of each carriage and are designed for people with mobility issues. So if that does that make a difference? Mm-hmm. Well. So it's, it's a seat for mobility issues, but she did book a first-class seat, mm-hmm. and she was given a priority seat. Now, she went on to explain that she paid for the more expensive first-class seat because she knew it was a long journey and she wanted to get some work done. Now, on those first-class seats, you have a lot of space. You got a a tray that comes down uh, in the first-class area. Shortly after boarding the train to London, however, the woman was confronted by an elderly passenger who pointed at the priority seat sign and said, move. The woman said no. The woman said, I am elderly and therefore I have a greater need for the seat. Um, When she said, I booked this seat, you got to speak to a member of the staff. Uh, there was a, a bit of an argument. Yeah, that, it's, that, it's all assigned seating. Oh, that is a pickle. Well, not in this situation. She booked a first class seat, but instead of a first class seat, they gave her this priority seat. Yeah, yeah which, right. is in a, which is in which is a place for people that have uh, needs. needs. Yeah, that's right. So the train put her in the needs section, but the other one, where where is the other lady's seat? Standard class. Well, did she book that? I, I, that's right? a great point. Did the, she did the elderly book priority book then? It? But that's what the elderly do, and then they get these. <laughs> that's what they but do. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what the train's set up for us all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's what this particular I think train is set up for. Uh, is that if the elderly person feels they need that, it's seat, an open spot. They can go get it. The lady had booked a return ticket, but she hadn't reserved a specific seat. So if you have a ticket, but you haven't also booked a seat reservation, it means you can travel on the train, but you aren't even guaranteed a seat unless there's one available. Uh huh. I would just say it's Botox. I'm elderly, too. The <laughs> member of the staff said to the women, to the woman who booked the first class seat, said, you can move to the standard class uh, for a seat. And the woman who reserved her said, no, I booked a first class seat. I'm in priority first class. Too bad. So they overbooked first class. Is that how she ended up in priority? I'm guessing. Yeah, because priority seats are situated at the start and end of each carriage. Yeah. Carriage mm. so yeah, yeah. And are designed for people with mobility issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they overbooked first class. So gave first class lady a seat in the priority section. Because yeah. it's, it's got the roomier it's got area space. Yeah, yeah. first class. But now an elderly person with yeah. some needs yeah. wants that seat. But where does first class person go? To standard class where oh. the elderly lady had to sit. I can tell already immediately which side crashes on this debate. <laughs> That's a real pickle, though. Is she getting refund? How long is this train ride? She didn't move. Oh! <laughs> she didn't move. That was that's how seven hours is the train oh, ride. Oh, seven hours. Okay, the train Sorry, ride. Sorry, lady. Seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> you take it up with the train. <laughs> Headphones on. <laughs> oh, the train put her in a tough spot. That's a very that's tough spot. That's a tough spot. spot. It's yeah. a seven hour train ride from Aberdeen to London. Because no matter what, you look like a terrible human being. Yeah, because now she looks like the villain. Yeah. Even I though agree. she specifically needed this, she she needed to use this seven hours for work. Yeah. She needed this space. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, and she paid for a first class seat. Yeah, yeah this old. Bats. Yeah, it's all paid. She did the right thing. She yeah. booked. 
But, but the does senior... She get, yeah, cramped in the back? Yeah. Oh. Like, the train company is the one that screwed up here. Oh, they, yeah. They sold the priority seating as... A, yeah. And is she going to miss class. out on the surf and turf? Well, that's the thing. It's like, have you guys ever ridden first class on a train? You know no. damn well. Okay. <laughs> it's, I don't think I've ever been on a train. Oh, my God, Haley. You have to do it. Like, oh, you must go to Europe and travel by train. <laughs> you have to. Haley, it's incredible. You'd love it. Zipping by the vineyards yeah. in Spain. Incredible. You simply must. It's, it's crazy. Well, first of all, it's incredibly economical. Is it? Yeah. It is heavy. It's super economical. I haven't huh. done any trains in Canada. I don't know what the... I haven't I don't done... Know if they no. like they're very expensive here. Yeah. yeah, they're very economical. And when you get first class, like, you get, like... Like, meal service. Oh, like, you get, like... Dang. like so, it's like, so, she's not just missing out on, like, space. By she's missing out on an experience. On an experience. Right. Seven hours. A seven hours. Yeah, experience. seven hours. That's a big... Like, if it's a two-hour one, yeah. You know what? Here, lady. Does it depend how immobile this uh, old gal is? I, I, yes, I think it does. And the thing is, is they actually didn't <laughs> say well, how. it would, wouldn't it? It would. Like if she comes skipping up, excuse me, love. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm 65 plus. I'll be needing that seat. I'd be like, no. That's a lot different than if she like, you know, slowly on her walker. Yeah, or in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah but That's she can play different. it up. You can hear bones cracking with each move. She can play it up. Once you move, she's like, ha ha, sucker. <laughs> Yeah, because if she was a 65-year-old who, like, skipped over in her Lululemons and just did a workout that morning, yeah, mm-hmm. no, beat it. Back to standard. Mm-hmm. Huh. People, though, did agree, saying if it was a first-class seat on a plane and someone asked you to move to economy, would you do it or would you simply tell them to F right off? Yeah, no, no. Not a chance. So a seven-hour Close that ride. curtain. Button it up. <laughs> <laughs> How did she even get up here? <laughs> I can't hear. It sounds like a very... A uh, poor fly is buzzing in my ear. <laughs> Where's that champagne? <laughs> oh, that's tough. Yeah, that's on the... Yeah, because it ultimately, it's, it's, ultimately it's, it's on the train. Ultimately, yeah. because she booked her first class, should have gotten her damn first class seat, right. not seated in priority to leave that open, and mm-hmm. then this would have never have happened in the first place. So I want to know from you guys, this one might be tough. Has anybody ever been... Uh, well, I don't want to say... What's the word? Not demoted. Uh, you, like you've been upgraded, downgraded. Downgraded. Yeah. Have you been downgraded? And did were you asked to leave? And did you say no? It's a problem I've never ran into. But you know the overbook flights. Will they overbook like first class? Like if you pay for. Um, I have no idea. Does that ever get overbooked? I doubt it. If flights get mixed up, like uh, our flight back uh, from Spain, uh-huh. uh, flights go all messed up, and we had to fly in tighter seating no. on, on the way back from Toronto to Edmonton. Oh. I was furious. Obviously, of course. But like, and we still haven't got money back for that. No, I put a claim in. I'm still waiting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, because we had just uh, thrill of the whole trip with points and stuff. We booked uh, the plus seating. You, pl- you paid for the standard Crash of Mars accommodations yes. and were put in the rear of the plane I couldn't believe it. with the common folk mm. outrageous I tried the food uh. <laughs> I tried crashing the plane out <laughs> yeah, right I emerged I grabbed the emergency yeah. door Mars just let me go <laughs> uh, no but like uh, we had no choice there was two people beside me oh <laughs> so you were you were you were downgraded. Yeah, oh yeah, we were downgraded. Yeah, mm-hmm. we were downgraded, but it was because the flights that was during all of that. It doesn't matter why we were still downgraded. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about <laughs> this global pandemic. <laughs> you know, you're right. You're right. We paid for a mm-hmm. the flight. Yeah, the seats were paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, we seats were paid. It. Where's my duvet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Freezing back here, Mars. 
It was very so cold. Cheap. It was so cold. I felt like the air was drier too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, true story. Crash actually said that. Oh, I know. I know. I felt like my nose was on the verge of bleeding. <laughs> the lady beside me put her feet on the tray. I'm like, what the hell? How are you even capable of doing that? <laughs> Mars, these poor people are so dusty. <laughs> No, we just wanted to get home. We're like, sure, whatever, put us there. We're easy, whatever. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I'll roll with it. (laughs) And then I got on a plane. I thought they were just kidding. Yeah, (laughs) I thought they were joking, Mark. They would never. We had a fun laugh up at the ticket counter. (laughs) Turn this plane around. We got uh, home. We got home in a timely fashion. We'll be disappointed though, because you're expecting something. Yes. Yeah, and, yes. you, and you paid for something. Yes. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, I want to know from you guys: uh, Did you get downgraded? Did you put up a fight over it? Mm-hmm. Did you refuse? Maybe someone came over and said, "Sorry, but you have to leave first class. You got to go sit in economy." Oh, that would like, suck if you've already hunkered down. Yeah, oh. you were like, "Not today." No, mm-hmm. my fingers and nails are gripped into the seat. You better get that air marshal. <laughs> <laughs> and they can be on anything a bus a train a plane uh maybe it was a car give us a shout this this is the crash and mars podcast um have you ever been downgraded we've talked a lot about upgrades, upgrades all those yeah. sweet upgrades yeah. but have you ever been downgraded on a plane train even a hotel hotel can resort? you be downgraded on a hotel oh yeah you booked that premium suite oh, yeah that premium villa ocean view, you get to your resort and they're like, oh, we're overbooked. Didn't that, um, didn't we that have happen, a dumpster view. Didn't that happen to Adam at Haley's wedding? What? Didn't he, he got get downgraded? downgraded? What? Like uh, like the table seating? Haley no, downgraded? No, him? no, no, no. Oh. The hotel. Oh, I was like, oh. I didn't downgrade Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't he should have. Didn't he like, he booked one room and then ended up getting like, one oh, did he? Oh, maybe. There was something oh, weird that went down there because it was maybe. so busy. Mm. He yeah. didn't get the suite? He, he didn't get the one that he wanted. Yeah, he got a sweet janitor's closet. Yeah. <laughs> it was tight in there. It was tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, this text here at uh, 56789 says, Good morning, guys. We arrived at our resort in Mexico. We had been there before, so we had booked a specific building. Of course. Because so, resorts have certain buildings, right? Yeah, sure. We were a little intoxicated from the ride to the resort, yeah. um, so when we got there and found out we weren't getting what we paid for, we were mad. We made a bit of a scene, but it ended up in us saying, whatever. <laughs> we got to our room, and it turned out we were actually in the newer, better building. Oh! And, no and the best one they had so we thought we were being downgraded but it turned out we just didn't understand we were getting an upgrade you're like no we booked this Uh oh no and you're like okay yeah they're like well I can I can downgrade you if that's (laughs) what you're (laughs) that's rough um Alice is hanging on here hey Alice hey Crash how are you good good uh your demotion uh happened on an airplane right yeah, actually, um, we were in L.A. flying to Costa Rica, yeah. and yeah. my girlfriend, there was four of us, and she's actually a tour operator, hmm. um, and we were meeting, we were going a day earlier, Yeah. and yeah. we get there, and the problem with that flight, there's only one every day, and it's at 11 o'clock at night, hmm. okay. so we get there, and everybody in their chicken and microwave and whatever else they were bringing back home were in line. And we're like, we get up to the front and they're like, yeah, we're overbooked. So we're bumping you. And we're like, what? No. Huh? And Kathy was just like, uh, no, I'm a tour operator. I have precedent. <laughs> you're like, Take it away, Kathy. Uh, yeah. Kathy's on it. Uh, yeah. So they actually bumped us to the next night. 
but the one saving grace. So mine's from a combo because we did get an upgrade. Yeah. Because unfortunately, um, in L.A., you know, Spanish seems to be their second language. Yes, Kathy lived in Mexico for like five years. Mm-hmm. So she knew the language very well. So well, the two little um, teller girls were talking about her and were saying some rude things, saying how she was being pushy or whatever. Right. And yeah. so when the manager came to discuss, Kathy answered him in Spanish uh. <laughs> and the girl's face and said, listen, and oh yeah, uh, we were upgraded to first class for the next day. Oh, we still oh. had, we were still bumped. But yep. we got first class, and then we got our hotel. Oh, damn. Yeah. every Everything got promoted after that. Well, we'll right to oh, the yeah. top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right to the front of the line. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Thanks for that, Alice. Thanks, Alice. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye. Bye. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kathy uh, knew her stuff, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. Even, uh, I didn't, I didn't, like, how does it work priority-wise? Like when it becomes, is it just first come first serve? Or she mentioned her friend was a uh, tour operator. Yeah. Do they can they like stroll in willy nilly? I don't know. And grab a seat? I have no idea. I, I, I don't I didn't think know. so. Unless I'm, they probably have access to different things. Like when you get bumped out of your nicer hotel room, is that because there was like a higher Marriott member than you who needed <gasps> oh, like a maybe. room? Oh, maybe had so more get, points. Yes, yeah, so you get downgraded. Oh, I'd be livid. Yes. Uh, Juanita from <laughs> Ogilvy Ridge, she got the ultimate downgrade. You guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. She gets, says, guys, we got donated. One more time. We got demoted on a train in Amsterdam. Our family of four had coach tickets to Belgium. Mm-hmm. The train got canceled, so we had to go on to a different train. Well, there were no seats, so they made us sit on the floor at the entrance of the train with the luggage. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so I was not impressed. Yeah. She said they were sitting there for two hours. There were other people who didn't have a seat either, so there was a whole bunch of people just sitting on the floor. Oh. And you want to get to your destination, so you're like, oh, fine. You're on vacation. Well. You only got so many days. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, it's only two hours. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. what a drag. Yeah, in the first 10 minutes, you're like, this is doable. 20 mm-hmm. minutes, you're like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sandra, hello. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, Hi. good. Um, good. You got downgraded at a hotel, unfortunately, Uh-oh. right? Yeah, and it was our wedding night. <laughs> Your so, wedding night? Oh, no. Yeah. We had booked, like, the jacuzzi room and the fancy room and Gotta stuff. We go to check-in, and they're like, oh, we uh, double-booked it for another wedding. But it worked out in our advantage because they uh, gave it to us the next night. So, of course, the wedding night, you're tired. You're drunk. You don't enjoy nothing. So then the next night, after the gift opening and everything, we actually got to come back to the hotel room and enjoy the hot tub and oh, everything. Okay. So it worked out to our advantage, right? So, yeah, so you were probably a little disappointed at first, but at the end of the day, yeah. the second night was the better night to have it anyway. use it. Right, because you could actually use it, right? Because your wedding night, you come back at 2 in the morning. You're just yeah. crashing, yeah. right? You oh, don't yeah. care about the hot tub, right? So, But ultimately, yeah, wedding, so wedding night, though, how cheesed were you? Were you guys super mad? Oh, yeah, I was a little <laughs> disappointed. Yeah. 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 That's why they're like scrambling. They're like, please tell me the room's available tomorrow. <laughs> what are you going to do? Right? Sometimes like, well, what yeah, do you it do? is what it is. It is what it is. Well, yeah, because yeah. then we were heading off for our honeymoon the next day, which was just a VC. But then we did the gift opening and we would have had to stay at my parents. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh. Well, yeah. Right? Good so thing it you gave us that night to, to go to the, hot, to the hotel again and stuff. So yeah, it worked out perfectly. That's yeah, awesome. That works. That's, That's nice. Great. Okay. Thanks, Sandra. Thanks, Sandra. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. This text here at 56789 says, guys, my husband was asked to move out of a seat we paid for to allow a pilot's son to have the window seat. Oh. My husband looked at the flight attendant and said, not a chance, and put his earbuds in. 
<laughs> the flight attendants glared at him every time they went by during the flight. Well, put him up front with that. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, let, yeah. yeah, let the kid ride up front. Yeah. Grab the yoke, boy. <laughs> uh, Shane, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Good, good. Uh, we're talking about if you ever got downgraded, uh, whether you're on a train or a plane. Yeah, I got downgraded. So I was flying from uh, Edmonton to Halifax, and I needed to be off the plane pretty quick. Yeah. So um, I paid to have the very first seat at the row at the front of the plane because yes. I needed to go. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it was first class with the, the blue flight carrier. Okay. And uh, I got set, seated, everything done, ready, and the next, you know, they're going through everybody, and then the stewardess comes and she asks me. She says, "Well, we have a person that has uh, some needs, and we need to take you out of the seat." Oh, and I, yeah, and I was like, "Well, I really need the seat." I said, "I, I have to be off this plane like immediately." Yeah, and it was a book flight, and anyways, the person was larger. Yeah, and. They needed the extra space because of the width, and they couldn't fit in a standard seat. Sure, yeah. And of course, they booked they booked the very back of the plane, and I argued and complained, and it got to the point that they said I could either leave the plane what? of my own accord or forcibly or sit all the way at the back. What? Meanwhile, you did all the right steps. You booked the and flight. You, you booked the seat. You booked everything. And also, I, it, was it a like was it like a uh, a plus seating situation? It, yeah, it was like they're so you paid you know, more. Like they're, there's yeah, only paid there's only the, the two yeah. seats in the row, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you, you paid, you paid first more, class. The, yeah. significantly more for that seat, and you get the meal and you do all those things. Sure, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Oh so my god! I ended up being stuck all the way back the tail section <gasps> of the plane, so and mad. yeah, the only thing they did do that I guess sort of accommodated was the fact that they uh, when they landed they. When they let everybody unbuckle, a stewardess did bring me to the front. But did you I get your money back? At the back. Did you get your money you back? You know what? I didn't. I argued with them, oh. and they did nothing. Oh I ended up paying like nine hundred and some odd dollars for like a three hundred dollars. Oh my god! I would have flown to Calgary <laughs> onto headquarters. <laughs> that sucks, to man. To get my money back. Oh. Yeah, and the, it sucks. sucks too that you were like settled in, ready to go, and then they gave you the ultimatum: move yeah, or get off the plane. That's weird. Holy crap! That's that doesn't feel yeah, right. Yeah, what a terrible one. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Shane. Thanks, Shane. No problem. Thank you. Yeah, take care, man. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Oh. Bye. Yeah, when it's uh, give up your seat time. Uh, like the, like the like the train story Mars presented us with to start yeah. the conversation, or this airplane story. That's like the 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 company themselves has to do that work behind the scenes. Yeah, you can't put that on the customer. Yeah, don't put it on the you customer. Can't put it on the customer. No, You're, you cannot put That's it on the real customer. That's spot. awful, awful, awful. Uh, we'll do. Oh my god, look at the time. Uh, yeah. We'll do one more on this. Sure. Uh, Dana's hanging on. Hey, Dana. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Doing pretty good. Uh, typically, we yeah. love to talk about some sweet upgrades. Today, oh, no, downgrades. the downgrades. What happened to you? Uh, so my husband and I had booked a trip to Maui pre-COVID on WestJet, and we had upgraded our seats to the premium seating. Beautiful. And then we yep. got the wonderful email from WestJet saying our flight had been changed. <gasps> we got to the airport, and then WestJet had told us that the plane had changed. So we were now being consolidated onto a smaller plane. Oh. And unfortunately, we were now being seated in economy. And our two seats were now in the middle seats in economy. Oh, man. Did just wedged right in the middle. Did you get your money back? Yep. 
Uh, no, I lost it. <laughs> I went totally ballistic. <laughs> well, because you went there with expectations, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And so they, we, we actually uh, waited for a, a second flight, and we, we got our premium seats because I, I made such a scene in the airport. It was embarrassing. But. They're like, oh, God, bring another plane in. <laughs> yes. my, my husband's like, calm down, calm down. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So you actually, how, how much longer did you guys have to wait? Like a couple hours for another plane? It was the next day, so we stayed at the hotel. The next day. Did wow. You, did you lose a night yeah. in Hawaii, though? Yeah. Did they offer to refund you your your plus seating for the economy? Oh no, of course not. Ugh. See, like that, what? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Because mm-hmm. you I feel know. like, like, because like you, Dana, I would have been right pissed. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they were like, listen, we'll refund you, you know, X hundreds of dollars or whatever, blah blah blah, then that would have like softened the blow a little bit, you know? Yeah, because it wasn't cheap for the upgrade that no, we paid. No, it's not. No, no. Huh. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. yeah, to the point where you're like, well, no, I'll wait till the flight You tomorrow. know what? I'm proud of you for standing your ground. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. If you are looking to buy a home, it certainly looks more and more like Edmonton is the place to be when it comes to the biggest bang for your buck. Oh, hey. Well, that's good news. This is pretty cool. According to a new study, the Prairie Provinces actually make up half of the affordable areas in the country, with right here in Edmonton coming out on top as the cheapest major city in Western Canada. Nice. Oh, that'll attract people too, right? Yeah, it certainly will. Mm-hmm. The average home price in September in Edmonton was $382,610. Mm-hmm. Hey. So if you have an income of 62313 that is required for an average home here in the city. The median household income for the city of Edmonton came in at $107,450. Mm-hmm. So that's good news. Yeah. Now, if you want, in Ford housing. Exactly. If you want to make a comparison, the average home price in Vancouver is $1.2 million. That's crazy. That's the average price? That's the average price. Wow. You need an income of well over 200000 to get a home in that city. What are you doing in Vancouver? I've, I have no idea. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I enjoy going to Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, ripping around, eating food. But, I would like, we'll sit there and look at all these places. And then we love that realtor app. Yeah. Open that realtor yeah. app and just start, oh. like, just dreaming. And I'm like, what do you, what do people actually do here to I, afford this? I have no idea. Is everyone renting? I and don't like know. like, the people that own it actually don't live there? I don't know. Because there Maybe. can only be, like, so many fishermen, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And, like, how many jobs are paying over 200000 Okay, calling on our Vancouver listeners right now. Shoot us a text five six seven eight nine. Like, what do you? How much are you making? I want to what? How much? <laughs> send us your pay stuff. Like, does everything just pay more? Like, if you're doing data entry, right? Are, are you, you making two hundred a year? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah, if you're working, I the, doubt it. Are you working the front desk somewhere and making one eighty? Is that like, the like? Are you working at A and W and making two hundred fifty thousand a year? Like, how is this? Like, how, how is it possible? Because that's just average. Like, that's not. Is that average? Like, single family home or just average? Like, dwelling. Uh, okay, so that's that's a dwelling. So a home could be like a condo. Right. It could be it could be anything. So that's why the average home price is mm-hmm. that is over a milli is one point two million. That's right. That's so that's just a, a mortgage. Ooh-wee. Yeah, people are speculating. They're like stocks, tech jobs, but there's only so many. You guys, okay, this is really going to shock you. And again, this is just according to the study. So I told you that here in Edmonton, the median household income in the city of Edmonton, yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Okay. The median household income in Vancouver. Here we go. $98,640. It doesn't make any that sense. That does not make sense. So no one who lives in Vancouver owns a home. So Can't it's got to be rental. It's got to be a rent all rental. Is that correct? Are we? They'd have to. Well, yeah, because uh, the, the math doesn't add up. The mortgage is three to four times as much. Yeah. And the pay is actually, actually less. Oh, yeah. This one, uh, this text here says, guys, I have lots of friends there. They all rent. The rich peeps own the homes with uh, that person's friends. So everyone's just renting and paying top dollar for rent, too? Uh, we got people from Abbotsford listening this morning about an hour outside of Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Says, hey, guys, uh, the only people that I know who own a home have uh, money from mom and dad, or it's a generational home, so it gets mm. passed down. Uh, this one uh, on the app says, guys, I think it's a lot of influencers. No, it's not influence. <laughs> I mean. It must be Rent City. Yeah, it's got to be. It's no way to live. No. I mean, renting's fine. Sure, yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, that like that lifestyle of, like, just, like, living beyond your means, basically, right? If you're living in Vancouver? Oh, big time, yeah. How do you afford to do anything else? Mm-hmm. You gotta be making a ton of money. Yeah. Yeah, even with rent, you're kind of living house poor, right? And I've never lived there, but I've, I've been. Like, it's fine. Uh-huh. Like, I it, would not go broke to live no, there. No, Hell never. no. And I'll be honest, we've been offered jobs there, but, like, no. No, the pay sucks. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It's obviously Vancouver gets talked about because it is obviously it's a jewel. Yeah, well, like course, the ocean, the yeah. mountains. Sure, yeah. it's it's a unicorn. It's so unique. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's listed as as like in the top five most beautiful world, cities sure. in the world. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's picturesque. Yeah, yeah. But, like, but yeah, like I'm not going broke to hell no live in Vancouver. Yeah, and like the, the jobs that we turned down, like they gave us attitude. They're like, oh, we'll enjoy well, yeah. Edmonton. We're like, how about you go? Have well, yeah, we're like, we will enjoy Edmonton. <laughs> Love it here. And the weather's nice for like Canada, but like big picture, it's still. Terrible weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here, we yeah. uh, this person's listening from Surrey, BC this morning. Good morning. Says, guys, I live in Surrey. I'll tell you what I make. I make $105,000 a year. Mm-hmm. I live alone and I still cannot afford a house. Ugh. An apartment condo is over $600,000. Townhomes are easily around a million. The highest I've seen is $1.4 million. And a home, forget about it. They're well over a million and a half. So like you can't even dream about owning a home. Says most people who own homes that I know also have two renters in the basement or a renter somewhere else in the house. Oh man! So you're supplementing. You gotta have a roommate. Yeah, you're supplementing uh, your mortgage payment with a renter. Jeez, like that's tough. Also, that's really tough living. We have a lot of people listening from BC. Oh well, thank you. That's awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, Norm, how you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good, good. Uh, your daughter lives in Victoria. How's that going for her? Uh, I mean, she loves the area for sure, but between her and her boyfriend, who uh, uh, both have government jobs, make approximately about 100000 a year, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Rent a two-bedroom condo for $2,200 a month. Ooh, man. Yeah, and they're, yeah. to combine, they're around hundred grand. Yeah, so their 10-year plan is to save up the $200,000 down payment just to get into a house. Jeez, $200,000 down. Well, yeah, and I mean, you're already paying, yeah. what, like thirty grand a year yeah. in rent? Yeah, like you're paying a lot in rent, yeah. yeah. 
in comparison, her friend who just purchased a house in Vagerville for about two hundred thousand dollars. Well, it's Vagerville. I mean, Damn. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, and then yeah, she's constantly like chatting with her friends back here, and they're sure. like, oh yeah, we're buying a house. We got we got this. Our rental is like way bigger. But there or is a really big difference between Victoria and Vagerville. Well, Let's, sure, but know. it's yeah, teach yeah. their own. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, thanks, Norm. Thanks, Norm. <laughs> yeah, you too. Bye bye. I'm sure they both have perks. <laughs> oh, they do. Uh, they, uh, no, no giant eggs in Victoria. Yeah, they absolutely do. Uh, this text here, 56789, says Hi, guys. I live in Vancouver right now. I rent, I do not own. I make 110 a year working for GFL. I don't know what GFL is. I think that's, um, that's the, the, the waste management. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, my neighbor happens to be your big boss. I don't live in a fancy neighborhood. He just hasn't moved in 40 years. Oh. Mm. Which uh. we got a lot of big bosses. Like big, big boss? I, I know what big boss that oh. is. Oh. Hmm. So he's super cheap too, huh? <laughs> them pennies. Are you surprised? <laughs> uh, Amanda, how are you doing today? <laughs> Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. Um, you uh, you have some family members who actually just moved to Va- uh, Vancouver, right? Um, no. So originally, my husband and I are both from Vancouver area. Okay. So uh, we moved out here because we couldn't afford a house. Oh. Uh, my husband is a plumber. Yeah. Okay. And I'm an office manager, and together, like we didn't have family to help us mm. with the down payment. Right. So. We kind of cut our losses and we're like, you know, Edmonton area is pretty cheap. Let's go check it out. And the wages were about the same. Huh. Yeah. But your money can go way further. Oh, yeah. Like we moved out here and then within a year I was like, "Um, we have a down payment for a modest house. Let's do it. And so we did it. And like my husband's family that still lives in Vancouver area is like, how did you guys do it? Like they keep calling us, asking us how we bought a house. And I'm like, well, our house would sell on your market for three quarter of a million, but we bought it when the market was quite low here still. And yeah. we bought it for like just under 300. It needed yeah. a bit of work. But sure. Yeah. I mean, we're handy. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. But like a blowdown in Vancouver is like coming like up on a million, a million dollars. <laughs> I've literally well, over like, well, yeah. <laughs> family, family of ours, like um, most of them, the only way they have a house is like their parents, you know, it was money that their parents sold their house for. Oh, and they had they the other cash. It. Yeah. Yeah. They had cash from that. And then um, in one case, a friend of mine, her parents subsidized. So her parents still work. Yeah. Her and her husband work. And then her parents are paid off their mortgage and are now helping her pay her, off yeah. her mortgage. Yeah. Uh, yeah coming you need that help. coming from stress. Yeah, coming oh, from BC, extremely crazy. Coming from uh, like the weather in Vancouver and stuff, was the move hard for you, lifestyle yeah. wise? Yeah, it was really hard for me. I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> well, I still it was- don't enjoy it. Like being <laughs> here five or six years, but I think the trade off, you know, the trade off, the lifestyle of like not being under that pressure cooker of like if I have to call in sick for work, I can't. I might not make the mortgage. You know, like that stress. Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Whereas. Sure. You know, everyone talks about work-life balance, and I think being out here, I definitely felt the difference. Oh, You're not nice. as much in the rat race, you yeah, know? Yeah. You're like, oh, and if I have a migraine, I'll take the day off work and 
I'm still going to get all my bills paid. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And if you need to go back to Vancouver, it's a quick flight away. And it's not that bad. Right? Man. And it's not that expensive with Swoop or Flare. Like, we're yeah. down there in an hour. You and, go. you know, we're like, okay, we'll buy you guys dinner and stuff. And they're like, we haven't been out for dinner in three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you come in with your Alberta money, yeah. making it great. You want to go for dinner every week, man. <laughs> we never eat at home. Make yeah. it oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny the difference, though. And, like, it you literally live the difference. Yeah, it is a lifestyle yeah. change, yeah. but it is a difference. That's, That's interesting. Thanks for the insight. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. Have a great day, guys. Yeah, you you too. too. Take care, Amanda. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, this text here, 5679, says, Hey, guys, I moved to Langley in 2021. That's where I'm listening from. Prices are ridiculous. I don't make terrible money, but I pay $2,200 for an 1,800-square-foot condo. Oh. I'm moving back to Alberta right after winter. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're in Langley this morning. That's yeah. like an oh. hour out of the city. That's far. Yeah. Yeah. 2200 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh. you can't say you're in Vancouver. You're in Langley, BC. <laughs> and it's bumper to bumper the whole way. Oh, in. God, It's yes. like living in Wetaskiwin and commuting into every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here says, guys, I'm listening from Vancouver Island. It's a lot of rentals, but a lot of people live together. A lot of generational home and wealth. People who have lived here forever, owned and then sold at a high price and bought again. Mm-hmm. A lot of rundown places having to be redone, but it's kind of like families who have been here for 50 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people keep talking about that Vancouver weather. <laughs> I mean, we've all enjoyed this October. Yeah. All that bitumen we're pumping out is changing things, baby. It's nice here now. I put up a Vancouver seven day. It's all 10 degrees and rain. It's like, that's what ours, ours yeah. looks like, 10 degrees. Minus the rain. Minus yeah. the rain. Mm. Like, it's nice for Canada, but it's still no way to live. This right? is also a very weird This, this is Canada. Yeah. Like, is, you're right, No matter where you go, you, the, weather right. is not, the weather is not, yes. not going to be... like. 100%. You guys are absolutely crazy. It could be nicer. It's not Hawaii. No. It'll never be. No. Yeah. And I'm not paying money for that. <laughs> I'm not paying money for that rain forecast, Ginge. <laughs> yeah. I'm not paying Hawaii weather prices. Yeah, right? <laughs> for Canadian weather. You're, Forget that. Actually, you're kind of right. It's Hawaii prices for Canadian weather. Yeah, no yeah. thank you. Yeah. No thank you. That's what I'm going to say on the next job offer. No, no. thank you. <laughs> Oh, Calgary's chiming in now. We got our Calgary listeners chiming What's in. What's up with Calgary? Well, they're pissed. Don't get involved. Over what? <laughs> <laughs> Always got to put themselves in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this text here, 5679, says, Calgary here. Yeah. Between my husband and myself, we're bringing in $190,000 a year. Our jobs are HR and interior design. I have no reason to believe our salaries would change if we moved to Vancouver. We just wouldn't be able to afford a home. Well, yeah, your salary probably wouldn't. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. It really is like, how do like... They still need teachers in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like inner city teachers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we're the, the most expensive property in some of the world. Yeah. Like, how do they, how do, they do it? I have no idea. I'm going to guess they have a lot of people commuting. Yeah. I bet you a lot of those teachers live in the same house. And they just Possibly. share rent together. Yeah. A lot of, uh, yeah, lot of roomies. Yeah. You can commute all to the same place. Yeah. It's cheaper. Yeah. But that's a profession. Yeah. I know. It's shocking. What's funny, <laughs> my, my, sister, my sister-in-law is a librarian teacher on the island. Yeah. And uh, she's been doing some research on salaries. If she were to move to Alberta, she'd make more. Oh. But yet, where she lives, the housing is like quadruple. What oh, it is yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Isn't wild. Isn't crazy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, if you're willing to adjust your lifestyle just a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. Edmonton's looking pretty good. Oh, my God. Sam says a friend got a six-month term position in Victoria, so went out there. 
paid $1,100 a month for a, an apartment. When they got there, it was a garden shed with plumbing. <gasps> no. And electricity, but no heat, just a space heater. Oh, my God. An actual garden shed from Home Depot, you guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh no, I shouldn't have signed two years. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. It's almost like a Stockholm syndrome thing where like they uh, you talk to people from there, though a lot of them. Yeah. And they, they they're they, like, they, no, they I think love it's it. It's fine. This is yeah. a good way to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've never lived it. Mars lived it. You I were, did live it. You were broke AF. Well, yeah, but I was also young. I was working three jobs. I had seven roommates. You know, it was it was what it was. But I didn't have like a career. Like I wasn't a teacher. You were making an actor. a salary. I was an actor. Yeah. And there was a time in your life when like seven roommates though was like acceptable. <laughs> well, yeah, That's the thing people did. Because I was twenty years old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, everyone in the house sleeping together. <laughs> You know, 20s. Yeah. Oh, God. That's what it was, guys. And also, yes, acting. And acting, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got people up in Nelson, BC. They said it's a little cheaper up there. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, British Columbians, come here. Collective hug, everybody. Come to Alberta. Come to Alberta. Come to Alberta. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, guys. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. (laughs) That's what she's saying the sign. Get her to Wild Rose Country, Alberta. It ain't that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. (laughs) It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Could be worse. (laughs) Could be Manitoba. (laughs) Yeah, see, you got that going for us. Yeah, yeah, just stop at the border. Don't go farther east than Alberta. Yeah, no, no. (laughs) You stop here. Stop here. Yeah. Yeah. You're still an hour away from your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that yeah bad. It's fine. It's fine. Up on a flare flight. You know? <laughs> Not bad. Like Amanda was saying, it's super cheap. Yeah, right? And like, ignore Saskatchewan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah, beautiful prairies. Yeah. Beautiful but, prairies. Come here. British Climates. Group hug, everybody. Come yeah, here. Get over here. We and, got you. Yeah, I think we got you. Come on over to Alberta. Yeah, bring your money over here. Yeah, bring your money. <laughs> <laughs> bring your good attitudes. If you they know. leave, the housing prices will drop. We can I know. You guys, <laughs> you guys, come on. <laughs> I got you, buddy. I got you. I'm currently loading the real drop. Watch the price tumble. Mass exodus. <laughs> yeah, mass exodus. Mass exodus from BC to Alberta means uh-huh. Crash Mars, Gingy and Haley can afford a house uh, in Alberta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we're like, oh, God, who would live in Alberta? <laughs> Snow. <laughs> All right, Haley, I found something you and I are going to do next summer. Oh, cool. What is it? We're going to be influenced by this 64-year-old guy. Uh, uh, if we're going to do it, we're going to have to get to work right now, though, because he spent three years creating a full-body floating suit so he could go float in the river. Oh. I did see this. What did he make it out of? One thousand one hundred and fifty wine corks. Wow, <laughs> girl, we can crush that in a month, right? Be so fast. <laughs> he said he wanted to surprise his family with it during a recent trip to Lake Michigan. He thought they, he thought that his family would think he was nuts, but apparently they loved it. Apparently, there's videos out there. Of him trying. <laughs> it's hideous. But trying, yeah. It's really cool, though, right? But it works. It, it works. So he took over 1,100 wine corks, made a full body suit out of it, put that on, and then went and jumped in the river, and he floated just like a wine cork does. It's incredible. It's, it's like, um, yeah, it's a full suit, like pants and the top. And he even made like the the neck is beefed up to keep your head out of the water. Yeah, yeah, it's does, awesome. Does he know about floaties? Uh, <laughs> I think he does, but he had he had a lot of time over the pandemic, so it was the last three years. It was drinking time. He also did a lot of drinking. Yeah, that's right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. Isn't that awesome? Like, what do you do with that after? <laughs> well, you just throw it. You went viral and then uh, throw it on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, there is a picture of him up in the app, as Ginge calls him, Corky. He didn't do his arms, though, which is interesting. He kind of just did like a vest and pants, it looks like. Well, maybe he needed the mobility mm-hmm. so he could swim around still. Yeah, because if your arm is in cork tubes, you can't really like paddle below the water because your arms are going to stay floating up. Did you see the video? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Puts the suit on, goes running, and it'll bloop right in. Yeah, and then there he goes. <laughs> You say he wanted to surprise the fam. Yes, he did. Were they yeah. surprised? <laughs> I'd be like, what are you doing? Imagine hearing Pop Pop's got a big surprise at the beach. You'd think like he bought some property or something like that. Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. Cork suit. <laughs> <laughs> he got a new chef. Damn it, Grandpa. Yeah, you think, yeah. So there goes Grandpa. The video's up on the app if you guys do want to have a look at it. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. All right. So for those of you who like eating uh, Beyond Meat, Crash and I had a Beyond Meat burger last night. I love it. It was delicious. Mm. Uh, apparently, it's selling its new fake steak at 5,000 grocery stores in the States right now. It's called Beyond Steak. Uh, I don't know if it's up here in Canada yet. They're looking to see if people will try it. They do think that it's going to be a hit. Does it look like steak? Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow. it does. Yeah, it does. Huh. It does. Yeah, so it's not here in Canada yet. It is just down in the States, but we'll have to wait and see. But that got everybody talking about steaks on the internet. And 7 in 10 people say that real steak, like actual steak, is one of their favorite foods. Would you guys say steak is your favorite food? Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, I do. Definitely top five. Definitely top five. All right. That includes 75% of men and 65% of women. But this might be my favorite part of the poll. If you order a steak well done on a first date and then put ketchup on it. Oh, geez. You're not getting a second date. Unless the person you're with is like, pass the Heinz. Yeah, unless you do it too. Yeah, that's the only way. 34% of people say that they would judge their date if they ordered a steak well done. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I had to break Hayden out of that. He was a medium well steak person. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm a medium rare steak What's person. Wrong with medium well. It's wrong. Oh. It's it's wrong. And we had to slowly, like, it took years for uh-huh. me to convince him that he needed to try a medium rare steak. Oh, yeah. Finally did. And now he won't cook them any other way. Yeah. I was a well done guy for a long you time, were, too. When just I burn met it. you, you were yeah, well just done. Just burn it. And then I, I evolved to now, I, now I like medium. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, I like that's medium down there. Too. Yeah. Sometimes it can be a little too. Ooh. But yeah. uh, it works. I, I, I don't mind uh, medium well. I'll, I'll order a medium, but I'm with Crash. Sometimes it's a little too jelly. Mm-hmm. It's a little too gelatinous oh, for I me. Love oh, it's that. even better. Yeah, it's softer. It's like buttery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Medium rare. Yeah. Now, the medium rare is not buttery. It gets yeah. a little gelatinous. Yeah, yeah. to me, it's, uh, it's nice oh. and soft. Oh, uh, no. I'm with you, Crash. The texture is a little. Yeah, it gets oh, me. I want to bite into it and have a little bit of the red juices come out. Yeah, I'm okay with it being a little pink. But uh, mm. yeah, I don't need I don't need a bleeding, and I don't need a gelatinous. On oh. the flip side, do the overcookers get upset when they see like a rare or a medium rare? Like, oh, would like they, oh, would, would they not offer yeah, like, the second date? Are you guys grossed out by it? Like, if you're a, a well doneer, if someone just ate a rare in front of me, I'd be grossed out. Have you ever seen a blue <laughs> rare steak? Yep. Yeah. Have you ever eaten one, Haley? No. No. My sister-in-law likes Blair, blue rare steaks. What oh. is what is blue rare on a cooking? I don't, I don't like. Is that just it's, like a? It's just heated to the temp that yeah. it needs to be heated. We've done it for her before, and you literally just heat it for a couple seconds on the one side, and a couple seconds on the other side, no get a little way. warmed up. Just and, on high heat. Oh yeah, yeah she sawed into that oh. bad boy. There was blood everywhere. <laughs> she loves it. Loves it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's not for me. Blue rare ginger. Blue rare is at one fifteen. I've had it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. 
I, I'm, I, I just don't trust it. Mm. As in, you're, oh yeah, you're a big salmonella guy. Well, I don't worry so much when it comes to meat. But is that because of like your childhood, how all of our meat was burnt? Maybe, yeah. And Mom it's still like flashback. Your mom's like, Gingy, Maybe. don't eat that. Medium rare, I don't worry about it at all. Blue rare, I just look to only 115 degrees. Like you're worried you're going to get a disease from it the just steak? Seems too, yeah, you're all, you're big oh, on temps. It if, just seems too low. If that would takes me down. You're okay with it. <laughs> if a steak takes me down. Yeah. Uh, what's that? What's that dish where it's the shaved raw meat? Uh, carpaccio? Oh, carpaccio. Carpaccio. See, I like carpaccio. Yeah. Oh, I'll eat carpaccio. I'll eat carpaccio all day. all day long. All day. Like yeah. I've had some, but it's like a couple pieces on a cracker. It's got to be like thin, thin, thin. I've yeah. had thick carpaccio where I'm like, oh god. But no. It doesn't even taste like steak. No, that it doesn't. But it no, because they put like a drizzle and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. But you'll eat that raw meat, but you won't no eat like a blue rare steak. Yeah, because the carpaccio doesn't seem like raw meat. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't really. Right. I guess I, not. It, it comes across as like a like a, a smoked type right. meat or something. Yeah, or like a beef tartare. Mm. That's raw too. Oh, geez, I've never dabbled in that, nor could I. I've had horse tartare. Oh God. Yeah, if you're doing tartare, you gotta go horse. <laughs> Nay. Don't eat it's me. Good. I know. I'm sorry. We, we talked to all of our horse lovers yesterday, and all I was Whoops. thinking about was the tartar. Their tasty that I... thighs. Ginger's <laughs> thinking about smacking the ass. Yeah. You're thinking about eating it. <laughs> send us all your horses. They're like, we send our horses for massages. I bet you do. Oh, I tenderize that meat. <laughs> Deliciously tender. I just picture um, all the crafts I could glue. Ginger <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. and I are gluing and eating tartar. Oh, yeah. uh, don't tell your daughter. Scrapbooking. <laughs> That's right. Uh, our favorite steak sauce is A1. It got 39% of the vote. Oh, I'm What about good old girl. HP? Uh, I, I put HP. I think this is because it's... Is that like the same thing? HP is like Canadian, isn't it? Eat your steak how you want to eat your steak. Mm, but to yeah. me, uh, a sauce is just as bad as... I'm with you. I never put barbecue sauce with a steak no. ever. I, I, haven't, I haven't had HP in years, maybe even decades, but that was a staple on the table at home because mm-hmm. the steak was so burnt, you needed any sort of moisture, so it was the glass bottle... And then you have HP sauce and charcoal all over your See, face. See, that's what I thought barbecue sauce was for, was to put some moisture back in the meat. Because yeah. my parents did the same thing. They burnt it to a crisp. Yeah. Because some of the best steaks is just literally salt and pepper. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. all you need. Rosemary. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Rosemary a little rosemary. Yeah, that's oh. really good. Uh, medium rare is still the most popular way to order a steak in a restaurant. 8% said rare or blue rare. Mm-hmm. 35% said medium rare. 21% said medium. 22% said medium well. And 14% of people said, do that up. Well done, my friends. Mm-hmm. The, our favorite side to have with steak is baked potato. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, twice baked. And 64% of us say that we would choose steak as our final meal. But that'd be so risky because sometimes like you're so excited for a steak. There's just a lot of risk reward. What if they mess it up? Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, if you order a burger, your burger is going to be your burger. But your steak can be like overcooked. Yeah, and you're then right. you've, then you've ruined your last meal. Yeah, and not on death row. I bet you don't get to. Oh, like, they're not going to be like, well, delay it twenty minutes and do another steak. Give another one. Yeah, um, <sighs> yeah, I agree. I once saw Rachel and I were out on a date. It was at uh, uh, maybe I won't name the restaurant. I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, but the couple beside us, mm. the it was a steakhouse, like yeah. a nicer steakhouse, and uh, the 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 date she asked for ketchup with her steak, <gasps> and the this gentleman was, was this the keg. Uh, no. No, I know where it was. Uh, the gentleman, uh, he audibly, like, loud enough for the restaurant to hear, uh, <laughs> yelled at her. 
he was beside himself. No. It seemed it was a real May-December romance. I'm not sure of their situation. He was a lot older than her. Oh, okay. Uh, but he was disgusted with her behavior. Could this uh, did really? it seem like a first date kind of thing? Or um, I don't know. The, everything seemed nice up until then, until she asked the waiter for ketchup. And I think he, I think he was worried that it looked bad on him that mm. he would bring... Uh, or that like he doesn't know how to cook a steak either. Yeah, or that yeah, yeah that he thought this was an acceptable way to act in this restaurant, but he was so mad. Mm-hmm. And it like talked down. That's that is not how we eat our steaks. <laughs> our steaks. Our steaks. Oh my god! So she did not get ketchup with her steak. <laughs> really? And it made for an incredibly awkward meal for everyone in the restaurant. <laughs> I mean, like if you if you like what you like, you shouldn't be. You like yelling. what you, you like. like. What you like, right? I mean, I would heavily judge someone for ketchup on a steak. Oh, but yeah. Do we judge other things? We're also, and I do the same thing, we're also high and mighty about our steaks. We are. how they should be cooked. We are high and mighty on them. Yeah. Well, yeah, if I, if I get like a, like a peppercorn sauce with my steak, is that bad? Mm, I like the sesame sauce with my steak. That one's coming in a lot on it's the axe. It's a good sauce. So mm. good. It's a good sauce, but I would ginger. Your steak should be so good, no sauce needed. Nah, yeah. the sauce adds. But sometimes they ain't. The and sometimes they just need that little help. And I just, I like the salt because Hayden, he's not a big salt person. Yeah. So our steaks aren't very salty. Oh. And I like my steak salty. Oh, so I that's why salty. I use the steak sauce. Yeah, yeah. It adds that. I guess, yeah, That yeah. extra little oh, zip yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. God, my mouth is watering. <laughs> mm-hmm. I always do this to you guys right at nine. I'm sorry. You guys, oh. we're having steak for dinner tonight. Yes. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take out steak when we get home. <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to know from you guys this morning, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Uh, first of all, have you been judged for how you like your steak or how you order your steak? Uh, maybe you do like it with ketchup. Have people commented on you? Have you been out for dinner or do you live with someone who you think eats a disgusting steak? <laughs> maybe well done to you is totally gross. Maybe your partner eats it blue rare, Ugh. which like Crash said, would that, would that turn your stomach? Buddy? It would. I wouldn't be able to even watch it. Yeah. No. God, it'd be good. No, I couldn't even watch it. I'd be like, you disgust me. I think I would try a blue rare steak. <laughs> I'll bet you you would like it. Yeah, probably. I like the... Mm-hmm. When you get like, really oh, grind your teeth in. No, no, <laughs> you get no. that flavor of the steak all through your mouth. Oh my God, oh, it's so gross. good. But what happens if it's like cold inside? Yeah. Well, it's well, still, still be warm enough. Yeah, the, yeah it this, would be. A proper steak is room temperature anyways mm-hmm. before it hits the grill. That's true. Yeah, it should never be cold it when should, it hits the grill. But I feel like blue rare, like it wouldn't, it wouldn't heat all the way through. I think it'd be... So you get like a... And steaks aren't supposed to be served hot either. You gotta rest for a bit. Yeah, they're yeah. supposed to sit there and rest. Which I'm fine with. All right, does somebody that you're living with, are, there, are they eating their steak in a disgusting way? Maybe it's you. Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, we were talking about steaks, and we were talking about how people like to eat them. And apparently, if you put ketchup on a steak, 35% of people say that they will not give you a second date if you go out on a date for a nice dinner and the ketchup bottle comes out. Mm-hmm. I've got a bit of a, a hot steak take. Okay, yeah. okay. A little sacrilegious around these parts. Uh-huh. I love Alberta beef. Proud of our beef producers. Sure. But, but you ever get your but chance. But you hate farmers. And- obviously. <laughs> um, you ever get a chance to try a corn-fed Oh. <gasps> steak like a corn fed cow like they feed them corn down in the states that's what they plump them up Mm. with yeah it's incredible I I guarantee I have I just I I haven't noticed a mind-blowing difference is it more buttery it's a game changer it's a I don't want to say better it's 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 different because we've all because we've eaten uh, Alberta beef our whole lives yeah yeah. and it's delicious Mm. so good but that corn fed Mm. they're on to something yeah it's good 
I, I'm, I'm going to have to try again and really compare. Next uh, time you're in the States and yeah. you hit a, a steakhouse. I need to say, is this corn fed? You check. You ask. Okay. Because you won't be disappointed. <laughs> it kind of sounds like you like it better than bird When I'm driving around sometimes, I'll like if I see some cows in the field, I'll stop by and like sneak them some corn. <laughs> in hopes that maybe they end up right, on yeah, my yeah, plate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one day. One it's, day. It's good. <laughs> you track that. You put an air tag on it. Yes. Track it through the slaughterhouse. <laughs> All my hard work paying off. I don't know why we don't do corn here. I don't I'm know if just, it's climate related or something. There's so much to read. Harder to grow corn, maybe. But we have corn here. We do. Maybe we don't have as but much we like other to places. Eat it. That's true. We don't save it for the cattle. Yeah, yeah. Our corn's too good. Oh yeah, to yeah. Cattle right? feed. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, the Tabor corn that ain't cattle feed. Okay, well here, hang on. I, I'm just going over this here. Now this is um, AlbertaFarmExpress.ca, so it might be biased to Alberta. Mm-hmm. But they looked at uh, taste test between Alberta beef, which is AAA certified Angus from cows mm. finished on barley, mm-hmm. American USDA certified Angus choice finished with corn fed, so they're corn fed, and Australian cows, which are finished on a mixed grain diet. Oh, oh. cool. They were hmm. all ribeyes, all aged the same way. Which one came out on top? Well, they say the Alberta beef. Oh, it's good beef. It is good. It's world class beef. This is also AlbertaFarmExpress.ca, so, so could be a little biased. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> it is nice to have something different. In blind taste tests, the Australian beef received the lowest grade. Well, really, uh, with descriptions such as gamey and livery. Oh, oh, God. Blind taste testers like the Alberta and the American beef equally, giving both marks for beefiness and being buttery. Mm. Have you had uh, Wagyu? No. I've never Wagyu. Mm. Me either. We have. I'm afraid I'll never Wagyu. Whoa, Haley, you got to Wagyu. I'm afraid that I'll, I'll never get that opportunity. Do it. If we you wagyu'd. see it, do it. We wagyu so did. We were in Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you do Wagyu, you have to have Wagyu in Tokyo. <laughs> It's like it's like a pint of Guinness in there, and you must. Yeah. You must. It's the you only must. way. To, it's the only way to win. I think we had it twice. Oh my god! It's so good. It's so good. Like at Jinchow, you're uh, getting all horny for corn-fed beef. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen it because it's like you know, it's the internet's favorite steak that way. You, you see like those great pictures of it. it yeah, just the cuts looks, are gorgeous. It looks so good. The yeah. marbling's incredible. Oh my god, it is fantastic. Mm, yeah. that is definitely top tier. Oh, so if you're ever doing it, it, is, it is, if you ever find, <laughs> you ever find yourself in Tokyo, you must. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's on the way somewhere, wherever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dana, how you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good, Hi. good. Um, you had servers looking at you in horror on your steak order? I have. I have. And now, now that I think about it, like, I, I cannot... Why? And to be fair, um, for some of the servers, I'm sure they just had never heard or knew her. It was only exclusively at the keg. Okay. And the keg used, I, the short version of the story is I, I never used to order steak in restaurants. So if I was brought to the keg, I'd order this grilled chicken. Like I was that loser. Oh, like, okay. never ate yeah. You wouldn't get a steak at a steakhouse. Sure. Yeah. Because I wanted bar. Like I was a loser. I was super lame. So, so what was your steak order? One day, a server one that I get, um, the steak, but with. Oh my God! These Dana, phones. we can't hear you. I, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I, we, <laughs> All right. Uh, we never got to what she ordered, but um, it, it sounded a, like it was pretty gross. I'm sure so. it was a wild one. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she probably got steak on her ketchup. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steak all over the phone. Yeah. Sorry, Dana. Well, you're just you're cutting out really bad. Uh, Amanda, how you doing today? 
Good. How are you? Good. Hi. Good. Um, your sister ordered a pretty wild steak, right? Or it's what she put on it. It's what she put on it, and it's where she did it. Um, We were out for a fancy dinner as a family when we were kids, and my sister, being a 14-year-old and super sophisticated, (laughs) decided that she'd order the filet mignon. And when the server brought it to the table, she asked for ketchup (gasps) for it. On a filet mignon. And and the chef came... For me. <laughs> really? Right to our table and was like, who is? It's a child. And then just walked away. Wow. Oh. The, the chef was so offended. <laughs> so upset. So upset. So as soon as he saw that it was a kid's it order, like, he's like, he's I, like okay, nope, I'll, I'll let this one slide. I'll walk yeah, away. This will be not the day to have this fight. Oh, my God. But, but like, it was... If you had ordered it, he would have tore into you. <laughs> well, I, I was only, I was 12 at the time. So I was yeah. doing the same yeah. thing. Oh, but yeah. just kids, it was but... just funny that, uh, yeah, he was, obviously the server didn't say who it was for, and he just went livid. <laughs> <laughs> you ordered the filet mignon with a side of well, it's, ketchup. It's such an insult to the chef, oh, right? It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh. When the chef comes storming out of the kitchen yeah. over how you've ordered your steak. I bet you chefs get ticked off, too. If they see, like, let's say a, a well-prepared steak mm-hmm. uh, come back and there's like a little bit left and it's slathered in ketchup. Yeah. Oh. I, and it's sitting like on the, the line before dishes. Woo! I bet you they'd be livid on that, too, right? Yeah. I'm getting mad with you just talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Haley uh, really? has an eye twist. Yeah, she sure does. <laughs> oh, don't put ketchup on your steak. <laughs> uh, let's do Aaron. Hello. Hey guys, how are you this morning? Good, Hi. good. Uh, at one point, you were a waiter, so I guess you you would have experienced a lot of awful steak orders, right? Uh, I've seen some awful steaks come out of the kitchen as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what's um, the uh, worst one that you've seen? Well, it, it's not so much the steak itself. It, it was the way it was prepared by the fella. So okay. we had an old-timer come in. Yeah. He would order a blue rare steak. Um, basically defrosted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. We would serve it to him, but he would also order a can of Coca-Cola. And he would pour the Coca-Cola onto the steak. What? And I'm not sure if you know what happens when Coca-Cola hits, like, raw blood. Or no. I, I have no idea. It actually eats it up. And uh, there was no blood left on the steak. He would drain the plate from the Coca-Cola, but the steak actually looked cooked by the time he was finished it. What? I had no idea it does that. So it, it reacts yeah. with the... Yeah, and it like strains out the blood but, from the steak, well, the raw steak. I don't know if it's blood. Yeah. I think it's like water and something else. I don't think it's actual yeah. blood. But <laughs> Oh, my God. And, yeah. and he would do this every time. He would do it every time, and man, did he enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Coca-Cola on a steak. Well, that's a weird way to yeah, eat it. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> okay. Have a great day, guys. You too, man. That's Bye-bye. Um, By the way, um, we were chatting with uh, Dana and her phone wasn't working. She shot us a text. The gist of the message says, uh, sorry, stupid Chappelle neighborhood. Giant dead spot. Uh, She ordered her steak with a Thai chili sauce topper. Oh, boy. (laughs) Okay. Well, she did say she normally ordered chicken. She didn't really know. Like, how can we really jazz up this steak? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This text here, 5679, says, guys, good morning. My mom was down in the States one time. She was at a steak restaurant and ordered a very, very well done. It's not just well done, very well done. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently they thought that was pretty gross. So when they served her her meal, they brought out a plate with a cowboy boot on it. (laughs) 
Wow. They're That's like, it. here you go. Here's your very well Eat done it. steak. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Gary, hello. Hey, man. How's it going? Good, good. Hey. Um, hey. You used to manage a steakhouse. Uh, what's the most wild order you've seen? Uh, oh, man. I mean, people have them every way possible. Uh, uh, Chicago style, like chart on the outside, rear on the inside with blue cheese. Jeez. I've had, you know, I mean, it, the sky's the limit. Yeah. The great, yeah, the great thing about steak, though, is, like, you can have them so many different ways, and it's, like, my son used to have it with ketchup and peanut butter, oh which God. is, you know, sort of a, yeah, it's like a cheap peanut sauce, and honestly, it's not bad. Huh. So, uh, Interesting. Yeah, yeah so, if you're five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on a date, can you I get some ketchup it. and peanut butter? <laughs> Just try it, man. Just try it. It's not bad. Okay. All right. Okay, uh, all right. Yeah. Next time, maybe I'm doing steak tonight. Maybe I'll mix up a little <laughs> bit on the side and and dip one piece in there so I don't ruin the whole steak. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> you bet, man. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Ginger, you like peanut butter on a burger, so I why do, not? Maybe. Maybe. Right? It yeah. is good on a burger. It is good on a burger. I don't burger. know why, but it works. Yeah. Yeah. I've never tried it, but uh, yeah, I still have to. Yeah, a little peanut butter and ketchup combination. Oh. Mix her up. No. So yeah. What are we allowed on our steaks? Butter's obviously okay. Yep. Salt. Pepper. Salt and pepper. And that's it. And rosemary. Definitely rosemary. Yeah, rosemary. You've got to have that rosemary. Oh. And uh, some little garlic. Yeah. Hayden, uh, he remembers you talking about putting rosemary on the steak, and he tried it for the first time a couple right? weeks ago. Yeah. He can't cook it any other way. No. I won't allow him. So oh, yeah. Good. Absolutely not. No, and throw it in that cast iron pan, oh. and you get kind of like the the salt. Oh, the yeah. salt kind of like caramelizes. Oh, yeah. So good. We've got two cast iron pans now, so we can do like the chefs that Nate did, where they squish. Yeah, them. yeah, that's yeah. A Chicago style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. damn right. Yeah. Uh, this text here at five six seventy nine says, "Hey guys, I'm a chef here in Edmonton, and someone at my restaurant comes in once a week. He's an older fella. Uh, he orders his steak well done with HP sauce and a side of horseradish." And he covers his steak in it. And as a chef, it rattles me to the core. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if it's a generational thing. Uh Because we talked about how our parents overcooked everything. Yeah. Um, Like, do do the, like, what, 70, 80 year olds, are they getting their steaks, like, rare or medium rare? My dad doesn't. Or is everything overcooked? Yeah, it's all, your dad's still, like, well done. Well done. And like this chef texted him, my dad will take a side of horse. But you think as you get older, your teeth weaken, you want rare, right? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you just need more for your taste buds. You want literally pudding steak. Yeah, (laughs) pudding steak. All right. Are you allowed as, let's say you're a chef at a top tier restaurant. Uh, and some old, some olds roll in and just order the worst possible uh, steak, like yeah. just burnt. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can you yell at them? Yes. Not even at a top tier restaurant. Just if you're a chef with any sort of respect mm-hmm. for yourself, mm-hmm. go yell at people. <laughs> and I mean, the elderly probably had it coming. Yeah. They've yeah. done something where they could have used a good old yell. <laughs> Keep them on their toes. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, guys. Enjoy your steaks tonight. Go get a steak tonight. Oh, God. I'm taking it out of the freezer. Mm. Uh, we got to get out of here. Look at that. 10 o'clock. Sure. 9.58 already. Is it going to be gloomy like this all day, or what yeah, are we doing? Mix up Santa Cloud. All right. That's all we get. Uh, okay. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us today, guys. We sure do appreciate it. Tomorrow's Thursday. Look at that. We're on our way to the end of the week. So close. So close. So close. Mm. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. You guys know that we love you. And to our friends in BC who are listening, we're sorry that you pay so much to live there. That sucks. Come to Alberta. Come to Alberta. We can fix it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we feed you steak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll feed you some good yeah, steaks. We'll, we'll put our meat in your mouth. Yeah. We'll make you shovel snow, but you can eat some steaks after. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.